Annie's life is a mess. But when she finds out her lifetime best friend is engaged, she simply must serve as Lillian's maid of honor. Though lovelorn and broke, Annie bluffs her way through the expensive and bizarre rituals. With one chance to get it perfect, she'll show Lillian and her bridesmaids just how far you'll go for someone you love. Welcome to the list off! Right now, all you know is number 50. That's that's why we try to hide those minors. You don't like the Paul Feig directed this movie? So what's this podcast all about, Greg? We're talking movies again. So this is a sim. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. So sorry, 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 sorry. That's that's your thing. Right. That was what I was teaming <laughs> up for. <laughs> yes, welcome to Two Bad Neighbors presents the List Off, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast that fizzled out after a little while and now we're talking about the stuff that we probably should have been talking about since the very beginning movies Movies. and why we love them specifically cinema specifically the movies of a transformative decade for both of us and Mm. for hopefully many podcast listeners because Mm. that's the demo of podcast listeners Mm. uh the 2010s yes we are talking 2010 about the 2019 yes yep just Weird. to be clear. Yep. 2020 doesn't count. 2020 is part of the 2020s. It's well, right it, there in the it, name. And also, I should say 2020 shouldn't count for any. Well, yeah. It's just a it's just a wasteland of, yeah. of sadness. So, for the, when we do the 2020s, we'll start with 2021. Yeah. And that goes... Tw- <laughs> 2020 will be to removed from history. Yeah. We'll forget about it. It's a zero anyway. <laughs> it complicates things. That's right. Drop it. <laughs> what came out in 2020 anyway? Tenet? Who cares? Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> it's a palindrome. It is a palindrome. You see, it's that's, a palindrome, which that's is something why, a lot of people don't realize. Which is why it ends where it begins. Oh wait, oh no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It ends in what the a, desert. What a! It ends at a paintball range. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew. I get really bummed out by the ending of. Tenet. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to give it another shot. I've only seen it once. Hey, you know what? Mm. When me. I saw it the second time, I really didn't like it. <laughs> But solidified I, your opinion. But when I saw it a third time, I liked it a lot. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's it's what I wanted. Yes, I yeah. wanted a, a, yeah. a comeback for Tenet. Well, it was just because like the second time I was still frustrated with, because like, I saw it twice in theaters, um, hoping against hope that when we went and saw it in AVX, that mm. it would be better. I've said this on the podcast before, but now it's relevant. Um <laughs> But yes. when we went and saw it in AVX, the aspect ratio was still all IMAX, which means it didn't fill the AVX screen because oh, no. the AVX is is wider than IMAX is. So they had to do yeah. all of that like reformatting. Luckily, they didn't like reformat it so like the tops and bottoms or sides were cut off or anything like that. So you got to actually see the frame, but it was small. It was small, which is the opposite of what you pay for for AVX. It's the opposite of big. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um. We're talking about number 50 on our list today. Yeah, the first one on the countdown, as That's it were. That's right. That's right. Um, should we explain? Yeah, how... you should explain the math. <laughs> you should explain what you did. We demand a recount. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> already, first yeah, episode, a first, already a recount. First off the, <laughs> off the jump. Um, 
Yeah, so for those, I mean, I think we explained this a little bit on our final Futurama podcast, but who knows if you listened to that. So um, I hope not. It was bad. (laughs) (laughs) So just as a a fun project uh, earlier this year, um, I just asked a bunch of our friends to uh, collaborate on a list of the best films of the 2010s. Um, And the way they did that is they created their own personal top 25 list of the 2010s. Um, and sent them to me, and then I compiled them all into a Excel spreadsheet. Yes, a real one. Yep. Not a Word document. Yep. And with columns. With columns and I, everything? No, I had columns oh, in mine. okay, sorry. Yeah. There were two. My apologies, there were two columns. And it wasn't a Word document. Okay. Uh, was, was it a Google Docs? No, it was a Notes. Oh, it was a even note better. On my Notes app. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> it worked just fine because it was yay or nay. Yeah, well, that's why I was like, you don't need to do an Excel sheet for this. And you're like, I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> I did a letterbox list. A letterbox list, yes. And then I gave you a screenshot of it or something. That, well, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you sent an actual. I sent an actual. You sent an actual thing? list. Yeah. Okay, okay. Either way, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that I took all the data and compiled it. And if basically, if someone put a movie at number one. It gave that movie 25 points. Mm-hmm. If they put it at number two, 24 points. So on and so forth. All the way down, if they put it at number 25, it gets one point. So, compile all the points together, and you got yourself a list of the movies from most most loved to least loved. Um, there was something like... Oh, man, I should check the, the stats here. Because um, there was a lot of movies in the final list. But... We decided, of course, just to focus on the top fifty, which I think is a good amount. Yeah, that's enough. It gives to decide us a if we couple years keep to doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a good number. It's a really good number. Yeah. I mean, I think we did fifty future. Nope. No, we didn't. Nope. No, no, you did. No, we did not. <laughs> no, definitely not. No, we did like twenty six. I think. You've done fifty of something. We've done at fifty some point. of something. Yeah, yeah. We so did, there you go. We that did two hundred Simpsons episodes. You did. Yeah, Congrats. that's true. Congrats. Well, t- one ninety nine, right? Technically, because two hundred was the launch, or was no, was two hundred the the crossover episode, and two hundred one was the launch of the Futurama. Yeah, because we really stretched those specials. We sure did. Because we <laughs> want, we were like, we're so close to having a nice round number. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do specials on? Uh, I actually really liked that. That was I thought fun. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. We could have done more. Go back and listen to the Simpsons podcast. Go back to listen to, to the specials. There to were the ten, specials, We did yeah. 10 specials. It was fun. <laughs> it was For fun. those of you uh, who are new listeners. Yeah. Uh, 191 and... films. 191 were, were, were films. voted on. My gosh. And we're just whoa, focusing whoa. on the top 50. All right. <clears throat> but uh, we also, of the uh, wonderful folks who contributed to these lists uh is also the roster we're going to pull our guests from that's right and whether they like it or not whether they like well (laughs) no if they like it (laughs) right if they refuse we will not force them right to be on this podcast under duress so if i'm a guest like 60 times it it means that a lot of people (laughs) no one else 60 times 60 well i mean you're gonna stretch out those yeah i guess we're gonna do 10 bonus episodes (laughs) we gotta do the we gotta do those specials (laughs) we gotta do those specials um no, but uh, so we kind of, I mean, we, uh, initially it was going to be, you know, whoever voted for each movie the highest will be our guest. Um, but that, of course, uh, weighed the guest spots very heavily to certain folks. Um, so instead I did a painstaking uh, uh, math 
yeah. organization night yeah. where I found a guest for each episode that either voted the highest or very high. Basically, our guest will always be someone who voted for the movie. Mm-hmm. We won't have, you know, Selena on for a movie she's never seen, for example. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say a movie, but then I realized that you might not announce the movie. Ah, uh, yes. So then that's why I was That's like, true. Yes. We have not. We, we In fact, the uh, when we initially did this, it was just for fun, just amongst friends. And I made an Instagram for revealing all the uh, spots. I've since made that private, so no one can go and get a sneak peek. All the people who are involved know all the results, but we want to keep that a secret as we go through the, the countdown. So right now, all you know is number 50 is Bridesmaids. Because you've read the title of this episode. Yes, and also the intro, yes. obviously. Oh, I, the intro. Oh, yeah, I, I said a whole thing that. about yeah. bridesmaids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was so long ago. That was, no, I'm uh, that was 11 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, ago. we're doing oh, great. Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to explain this every time. No. You know what would be funny? If we start talking about Futurama now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember a goddamn thing. About fe- the thing is, and here's a fun fact for you. Uh-huh. I did how many episodes do you think I did of The Simpsons completely baked out of my mind? Oh, oh boy, <laughs> at least five, at least five, at least five. And I was able to get through those cogently. Hmm. Hey, go back and listen. I bet you I mean, can't pick which one until I admit it. <laughs> there, <laughs> until you out yourself. Yes, and the. The the thing is, like, I just after we were finished watching Futurama episodes, I couldn't remember them for the most part. Same. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> but now we're talking about movies, and you remember movies. I remember movies. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you know, but I think I like movies. I know you <laughs> like movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So our guest today, of course, is Selena Vides. Uh who was one of the highest contributors to the uh, film Bridesmaids, making it to number 50. Um, let's see, let me pull it up here. Uh, you might remember off the top of your head, but I won't put that on you. I don't remember. Like, wh- what like my number was? Like, yeah. number nine, I think, in my uh, list or let's something? See. Uh, number seven. Oh, seven. Number okay. seven of 25. So, yeah. according to Selena, there are only six movies better than this. Huh. In the 2010s, so that's yeah. 10 years, you guys. Yeah, and I'm I'm very sure I won't be embarrassed at my list. <laughs> looking at it now, I was young and naive hey, six months ago, or whenever. That's also the, kind <laughs> no, of I'm the kidding. fun thing about this is uh, I don't know about you, Greg, but there's like a good chunk on the final 50 that I haven't seen. Me too. Yeah. So there will be like some, this movie. This one you had not seen before. No, I'm kidding. All oh, right. Kidding. Oh my god, I was about to like. Flip yeah, I was about to leave. Here. Yeah, I, no, I think I saw this. I think I saw this movie twice in theaters, yeah. um, and then I obviously watched it for the podcast. You mm-hmm. king. Um, thanks. Two times. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I'm a I'm, I'm a real ally. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, this movie's about women. Yeah. Written by women. Yes. Written by a woman. Yes. Two, two women. Two women. Two women. Sorry. Yeah. Um, directed by a man who wishes he was a woman, I think. What? Paul Fee? I don't know. Paul Fee? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is news to me. He's very, but there you go. He definitely he definitely wears a suit a lot. Yeah. Um, and is a mostly... A, he seems like a fancy boy. He's a mostly bad director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so I guess we can just uh, we can dive into the discussion now that we've we've explained it, right? Yeah, number fifty, Bridesmaids from twenty eleven with thirty nine points. Do the math if you want. It's on five out of twenty lists. Wow. Um, oh yeah, I should mention there was twenty. Mine. There was twenty lists, including hmm? yours. No, no, this is not on my list. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no, your list is included in the twenty. We have to, we have to <laughs> reveal if this was on our. Oh, list. sure, yeah. yeah no, yeah, it was yeah, not on my list. Reveal. It was not on yeah. my list either. All right. Um, uh, so, just of the three of us, only Selena likes it. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so what that that's means. what that's why it's called the list fight. Wait, yes. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Are we All right, play? move the microphones around. <laughs> you can pick any instrument in here to be your weapon. <laughs> I love this. Last person standing determines whether it's a good movie or not i highly recommend the the gibson sg it has points (laughs) (laughs) um but as mentioned this was written by Kristen wig and annie mumolo um directed by paul feig um the uh imdb plot synopsis which is different than the thing i read at the beginning coffee time Competition between the maid of honor and a bridesmaid over who is the bride's best friend threatens to upend the life of an out-of-work pastry chef I think that's a very, um, uh, very succinct. Uh, that's why I, I want to read the IMDb ones because I think they're really funny. Yeah, they're often very succinct, sometimes too hilarious result. Yes, but that one's actually good because I, I think, think it's it, pretty good. I think yeah, it really it's, describes it's, it's the, got an I, the the whole kind of basis of the film. You know exactly what you're getting yeah. in if you read that synopsis and go into this movie. That's the thrust, but of course it it doesn't it can't say that oh there's also a romantic comedy buried in this movie yeah. and there's also a fucking uh rock bottom like the story the of story someone of... hitting bottom. Oh yeah. In the uh, that is and like the depression. second like, act like that a is a big through line of depression yeah, that is yeah. about um, real depression and you're just like Great, yeah, okay. Because that was something that kind of hit me out of left field this time watching the movie. I guess we're just jumping into talking about it. Yeah, we're good. Um, Is how, A, like, I remember the movie being on on, on the flabbier side of just being like, the scenes play out. Oh, like too, a little too bloated. They're they're pretty bloated. Um, the uh, the movie itself is is pretty long with an ending that I find yeah, it's over two hours. A little yeah. Let me get the exact runtime. Right I think one forty seven. It's one, uh, no, it's just over two hours. It's a uh, hundred and twenty five minutes. One twenty five. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but it feels a little long, especially how fast the ending comes. Mm. Um, I found that it was really really quick this time around. Uh. And there's so much time taken up by uh, the the Chris O'Dowd romance in in the movie, and I found myself being like, I kind of want this whole movie to be the Vegas trip. Yeah, uh, when they're on the plane, because that is the height of this movie's comedy. The plane, the planes, the plane moment is definitely my favorite moment. Um, they don't get to Vegas, right? No, so they that's, don't. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Never they, get to Vegas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I I I, w- I will say one thing. Like I feel like this movie always, like the the one scene that everyone remembers, of course, is the like sink, of like course. shitting, like Melissa McCarthy, like yeah. that is like what played like all the time as like the clip for this movie. Like it was, yeah, I think it was heavily it was the in the thing. marketing, in the marketing, like yeah. that. But I feel like the movie is just so much more than that. And like to me, that's not even like the funniest part at all. Like, well, and can I ad- can I admit something? Yeah, I. Did rewatch this movie yesterday while at work. I skipped that scene. 
Yeah, that scene. The is shitting not scene. Good. Yeah, I don't think it's that good. Like, I, I think in the the first time I saw it, I, I found it funny. You know, like it's yeah. it's it's kind of it's irreverent. It's like, uh, bet you do, you don't expect to see women doing potty humor. Am I right, fellas? Like it, it feels like that kind of that kind of approach. Like the reason why it's done is because it's like ah, oh, it's a it's a gross out thing with women, and like you don't see that that often. And uh, I think the part with um, my Rudolph in the street is the funniest bit. Yeah, that's fun. The funny um, bit. Oh, it's to happening. To me, that it's happening. Oh, yeah. it's happening. Oh, no. oh, you're real doing. It. You're, you're shit really in the street. Doing, you're <laughs> really street. doing. It. Yeah, and you know what? Like to me, it. So okay, so oh, I just have so much to say about this movie. But yeah, yeah. one thing I will say is. Um, I've been in a similar situations, not, not in like the. <laughs> okay, wait. Let right. me rephrase nope, this. Hold on. In like, <laughs> tell us about the time you shat in a no, sink. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like being a bridesmaid and like, like being in this horrible thing of like I have to spend so much money for like a friend that I used to work with, and I no longer like was like super close to her. But then I was in her wedding party, and like, of course, with my close friends, I would be like delighted to do this. But like with. I was in a situation where it wasn't like somebody super close and like that the scene in the in the dress shop was so interesting to me because I've felt that I felt that like let's not pick a dress that is so expensive that I'm gonna like regret buying it and I'm gonna be like no like but yeah so like I think in that scene like I really like in that scene when they like they obviously all have food poisoning and then when annie is like sweating so (laughs) much and she's eating like the jordan almonds and she's like yeah that was it i think i was just hungry and she's like sweating (laughs) so much every time they cut to her she's just like she they've they like put like a liter of water like just in her face like it's just so So, funny to me like leading up to it like the dynamics of like not wanting to buy an expensive dress and then like all of them like not accepting that they have food poisoning and then like her like just eating that almond that are so disgusting to me i don't like those almonds the 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 sound design in that moment too i just wanted to say like when she puts it yeah and it's like you you (laughs) hear it on her teeth like it's just really really well done for like so good like i feel every time i watch that like i'm in her shoes of like yeah i don't want to eat this but uh, I need to save face and do it and so it's like this like hesitant chewing i don't know it's really it's really funny yeah, no, I love it. But anyway, so yeah, back to my point. I don't think that is the funniest scene at all. I I have many that I could point out as like my favorite ones, but I do want to hear yours first because I mean, I obviously love this movie and I can talk about <laughs> it for hours. Mm. But to me, it's interesting to hear from both of you as like not having it on your list mm-hmm. and you know like as what white do you men, think yeah. as white men like yeah. that you obviously hate women and like no I'm kidding no, I'm just joking <laughs> uh, I mean the pl- yeah I think the plane scene is is the peak uh, comedic bits the plane, for me yeah. um, not only the you know ob- everything that Kristen Wiig is doing in that scene is just so good like when she tries to sneak back with her sunglasses on she's... and Mrs. Iglesias yeah <laughs> She's just like, and and the fucking yeah. the the flight attendant Steve, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Steve. some of my favorite straight man work like I've ever seen, where he's just like, "Ma'am, you need to go." And she's like, "She's like stove. What is that? Is that is that are an appliance?" He's like, appliance? "No, I'm a man. My name is Steve. It's not stove. It's Steve, and I'm a man." Like he just yeah. <laughs> is being so patient with her. It's very funny. Oh yeah. And then also the bits with. Um, Ellie Kemper and Wendy McLevin or McLevin, uh, McClellan, um, McClendon Covey, yeah, what, Mc, yeah, McClendon Covey, yeah, yeah, thank you, um, <laughs> McLevin, 
yeah, Wendy. Yeah, might as well in the same universe. Merge them together. It's all in the same universe. When when she's like, you're a you're a princess. Or whatever, like your face is made of sunshine. sunshine. Yeah, I I think that's really funny too. This movie, by the way, no, I know entirely. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I love that she when she's like Alan knows this, but like I don't know if I've ever done it to Greg, but I one thing that I say like possibly once a day is like. Like when somebody is like, I don't know, oh, should I try this? I'm like, you'll like it. It's sweet. Oh, yeah, I with the seven seven the and time. seven, right? Yeah, for the plane scene yeah. when Wendy two, is seven, like... Two double sevens and soda, maybe? Ellie Kemper's never had alcohol. Yeah. And she's like, she's like order me that... some alcohol or something. And she's like, I'll order you a seven and seven. You'll like it. It's sweet. You'll like it. It's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I don't know. But yeah, that whole scene is so good. When she's like, there's a colonial woman oh my God. in the wing, on the wing. So I mean, they're not she's telling us. butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Anyways. Um, and then also like Melissa McCarthy and the uh, the air marshal. Like also some oh, funny yeah. bits with, with yeah. her uh, Ben. What's his name? Ben Falcone. Falcone. Yeah, yeah. Her real life yeah. husband. Yeah. yeah. Her husband. Yeah. You know, uh, a scene that doesn't get a lot of like, you know, like love. But I, I find it amazing is like when they're at that first like engagement party and like Ellen shows up with like a giant gown like that's always like the funny part but to me there's just like little moments in that scene when uh she's meeting the other people in the wedding party and like Kirsten Wiggs always like saying hi like hi and like talking to everyone and there's always like oh yeah there's always a dude man behind her oh this is your husband there was like oh I'm so (laughs) sorry I'm here talking I didn't see your husband and you look and it's like a sweaty like red man like wearing like a captain's hat like and then she's like no I don't know him he's not with me I find that that part's very good yeah I like that that runner and when she meets Melissa McCarthy and there's a man behind her and she's like oh I'm glad you're not with him because I'm gonna climb him like a tree Anyways, I love this movie. <laughs> I can talk about it forever. I'm sorry. <laughs> Greg, don't be sorry. That's great. That's this is all good stuff. Um, what about me? Do you do you have a favorite scene? Yeah. Oh, it's I said the pl- the it plane. It is the plane. It's okay. the it's yeah. the plane. Um, I guess like while we're throwing out mad props, gotta give the um the the day player uh woman who eggs on Kristen Wiig, the the person next to her. And that's Annie Momolo. Is that Annie? Oh, in the yeah. in the plane, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's Annie Momolo. Sh- she's fucking hilarious. And uh, I didn't so know funny. I didn't know her when I first saw this movie. But then uh, I don't know if you've seen Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Vista I Del haven't Mar. seen that. Yeah, one. so they're the two leads in that. Yeah, and so that so together. now this time when I watch, I'm like, oh, like that's nice. That yeah, yeah. I didn't never realize before that she she has a little little bit little bit part. Yeah, Kristen Wiig and Annie Momolo met at Groundlings. Groundlings. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so and then they. Like, obviously, Kristen Wiig was at Saturday Night Live and everything, but they always wanted to write a movie together. They wrote it, and Judd Apatow like, was like, yeah, let's make it. And and so, yeah, Annie Momolo has only that tiny like cameo in it, I guess, for the plane scene. But well, Kristen then- Wiig was uh, in Knocked Up, um, yep. like a small role in Knocked Up, and that's yeah, where, that's that's where right. Judd was like, was like hey, a movie? You're, yeah. like, yeah, you're, you, you could do a movie. Why don't you do a movie? And, and so that's why, yeah... Uh, apparently they had the idea for this movie before and it was called Maid of Honor. Mm. Speaking of titles that changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Probably actually a better title for this movie. I think. Maid of Honor. Mm. Um, just if that movie doesn't, didn't exist, the, the actual right. <laughs> Maid of Honor movie. Maid of Honor. Uh, it's yeah. a more, I think it's a more accurate title for mm. this movie, especially where the movie goes after the plane sequence because it's it, true. It, it does becomes, focus on her. 
it becomes not about the bridesmaids. It becomes about the romantic comedy and then about her uh, spiral towards rock bottom. What I yeah. will say is I think it's a be- I think I agree it's a better title for what the movie is. I think Bridesmaids is a much better title for marketing. Yes. Um, so I think they made the right choice, you know? I think yeah. that it just, yeah. It, and also just the way they marketed it, you know, with the poster. Yeah, the title's all. fucking iconic. And yeah. I'm looking at the poster right now. And it's just oh, the... Yeah, it, the it's, it's just it's, the lineup of gals. It's and, the six of them in front of the brick wall. Yeah. And it's... It's it's, it's awesome, but it also has some of like the uh, the most awful pull quotes. Oh of, boy, of the day. Do you share, want to hear share some? some yeah. Uh, yeah, and this is on the poster. Uh, it's uh, in bright capital pink letters. Chick flicks don't have to suck. Oh, oh. <laughs> wait, who said no. that? Bridesmaids <laughs> sets the bar for any R-rated comedy this year, um, and I can't actually see who said it because the the type oh, the, the type is so resolution small. is too bad. Yeah. Um, the other one, there's three of them. I'll Great. give you all three. Okay. The next one is these are smart, funny women. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just facts. Like, Listen, what? you know what? You don't see that often in movies, so it's good hey. that they put that on that. No, I'm clearly joking. <laughs> I, know, I know. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. It goes on. Oh, they are each given room uh-huh. to create indelible characters uh. a very good quote <laughs> a very good quote. uh and then the third bridesmaids reaches the levels reaches levels of hilarity and heart that movies like these haven't reached in over a decade that's a good quote that's a good quote yeah yeah that's a good quote and you know what i i listen i i understand that for the time like yeah, like there weren't there weren't really a lot of movies of like written by women. They were like like you said, like with gross out humor, like all of that stuff. Like, and I know comedies that's in general, why right? I Especially Com- like, comedies were comedies either chick flicks or about dudes. Exactly, and so like I I do love that this movie. Like at the time when I saw it, I was like, this is like, it's it's perfect. It speaks to me in that sense, right? Like yeah. it's comedy and it's. And, and it's gross. I like gross comedy sometimes. Like, <laughs> and and it's also like very relatable for someone who, like I just mentioned, like had a similar situation and like, and, and just like f- female friendship. Like, I love how how it's so real. Like, female friendships are are complicated. I mean, all friendships. I shouldn't even gender it. But like, you're sometimes jealous, but sometimes you know, like the bonds are stronger sometimes you grow apart with friends like I, I i do know that all of that is true but i also hate so much how it's become that like all those quotes that you just read like of like women can be funny too like i i also hate that like it can it exists in the in those two worlds to me like of how groundbreaking it was but also how much i hate that it, it's re- to that only i think it's a really tight script i i really like it even though yeah like you're right it's it's long but i i just yeah i love how it's like just progressive like it's about her but also like so well developed like the other characters like melissa mccarthy you get to know so much of her like even though she's not in the movie even that much and like yeah i i really like the end like the I know Kristen Wiig calls it like her 16 candles moment when she gets picked up by the cop and 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 they go in the like together like she she's wearing like her gown and like he picks her up like she said in an interview that that was her homage to 16 candles and that's why she was like so happy she could include it and I don't know <laughs> I think it's so good it has heart like that quote said and it does and 
at the time when I saw this film, like this is one of the things I like about doing a podcast about movies that are potentially more than a decade old now, uh, is you get a chance to like think about how you reacted to them upon the theatrical viewing, uh, and then now and now there's a like there's a few things that I find kind of annoying about the movie. Um, and it's, and it has nothing to do with the movie itself, I'm thinking. And it's the trend that it had, that, that it, that it, um, promotes and also allows to continue, which is the gross out comedy with heart. Mm. Um, and I think this movie does it well, because as you say, I think the script is well written. I don't think it's tight. I don't yeah. think the script is very tight, and that's just that's not a that's not a script that's not really a scripting issue. It's a Paul Feig issue, <laughs> I think, because uh, the guy just runs his camera. Yeah, he just like points it and is just like, "Be funny, you're all funny," and I love that yeah. he knows that his ca- that his cast is funny, and it actually works in this movie. It really, really does. Yeah, They're super a, a funny. A lot of it is improvised too. Yes, like, yeah. and there's a rhythm to improvisation that is unlike scripted comedy and it's it's unmistakable and it is a little bit jarring to see on film and this era was rife with that and it was right? rife like, i mean with the, the apatow yeah. school of comedy the basically. whole the whole apatow thing and it gives way to like i think this might be the last great one of that yeah. uh, of that um that school of thought and they just get there's they they and the fact that this is such a hit means like we get to do this more and we get more diminishing returns as we go on. You know, like the like train wreck is fine. It's fine, but it's so long and yeah. it's and it's very similar to this in in um in a lot of ways. Well, and that's an Apatow directed one, right? Yes. Yeah. Um and and I'm just like, yeah, but like Bridesmaids has this thing where it's like it's it's crackling because you got the you got the chemistry right. You got the leads right, you got the chemistry right and you first somehow got lucky in that you were able to pick the edit that was right. <laughs> um wherein like Trainwreck I just find is kind of boring. Yeah, I don't you know? I've only a, ever seen it once, so I don't like, remember it. Much. The whole like the whole like it's a r-rated comedy with heart that means to me now when i see that i'm gonna be like oh so there's gonna be a half hour in which it's boring (laughs) the half hour in which this movie should be boring is not because Kristen wig is such a mess yeah and is so fun to watch and she's watching castaway and she's watching castaway which is is a great movie great film i cry every time she's watching castaway it's so funny it's so funny because she's like rock bottom and then she's like crying and i mean it's just i I, I feel like it's the perfect because i i as we said castaway rules great movie um the moment that they choose of wilson drifting away is legitimately like this has happened, I think most people who watch that movie, like it's legitimately emotional, and you're like, you're crying, you're like, why am I crying about a fucking volleyball? Yeah. Like you have that that weird dichotomy in your brain where you're like, I am emotional, but I but it shouldn't be. Like yeah. that's so silly, but you're not stopping yourself from being emotional, and that's why I think it's a perfect scene for her because it's like I see that on in her performance too, where she's like, she's really sad, but she's also like, 
She's like, this is weird. Like it's it's chosen as a comedic thing, you know, like which I think is yeah. accurate. Yeah. And I mean, and she was sad about something that at the end of the day also doesn't really matter. Like, like her and her friend should remain friend. Like you know, should <laughs> like I think it's so so perfect. And what my favorite part of in that in the end in that in that um, ending is that Melissa McCarthy comes and says like. You know, you gives should, her some tough love. Yeah, gives her smacks her in the face. This I, is life, yeah. huh? Huh? Life? You're gonna you, life's life's getting you. What are you gonna do <laughs> yeah. about it? And she slaps her back. And she's like, "Good, she's got you got some fight in you." <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's uh, can we talk about Melissa McCarthy? I would love yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the second best performance in the movie. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh. I think Rose it's a tie between her and uh, John Hamm for me. Oh, John, that's <laughs> really? when you when you watch the movie, you're like, he's just a cameo, right? But yeah. he's in this yeah. movie, and I think he's really good. He's like he's playing funny. that role yeah. so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, where it's not just because he could he could easily play it just as like a comedic like like skeezy guy, but like there's a, I don't know there's a moment near. Uh, the end when he's like driving her where he kind of realizes she's like in a bad mood and you see him just kind of be like just annoyed like oh she doesn't want to suck my dick like you know like he's I don't know he's got this like this clear I mean he's he's a good actor like he's obviously yeah. knows what he's doing he's but so yeah. but he just he gives he gives the character a little bit more than it needed to be to the point where it's like a bit more three-dimensional than two-dimensional it's not quite you know it's not fully fleshed out obviously but um, he does exactly what I think he needs to do for the role where it's like her her kind of like go to uh, tryst that fuck she buddy. yeah fuck buddy that that she just goes to when she's feeling down about herself yeah, the way he pulls up in the in the Porsche oh my god oh my god beep beep what's up fuck buddy what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll take it from here officer <laughs> cop talks weird uh, <laughs> yeah and even the begin like the beginning is one of my favorite bits too like obviously like all the goofy sex bits but then like. When he's in the morning, when he's like, ah, oh, man, I really want you to leave, but I don't know how to say it without sounding like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm like, that's like perfect. It's fucking kind of guy that would so, do that. Like, yeah. he's so good. <laughs> and and this was like, what, two years into Mad Men? Maybe one? I've never watched Mad Men. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah, but I, I, I just I've remember seen, this uh, was, uh, to my recollection, this was like when people were like, oh, the guy who plays Don Draper can be funny too. Mm-hmm. And then he got SNL bits like yeah. a bunch after that. It might have been, bef- been SNL first. Uh, or but, during, yeah, maybe yeah. that's how she even Yeah, it might have been be like in, in, the, in a similar yeah. uh, era. But I just remember this movie being like, for me, John Hamm is really funny. He's not just like... Because, yeah, you haven't watched Mad Men, but basically he just plays, like, kind of a grumpy, suave ladies' man. Like, mm. he plays it really well. Mm-hmm. But when you see him in this compared to Don Draper, it's very night and day. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, Melissa I don't McCarthy. Know, should I watch Mad Men? Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I think you'd like it. I kind of missed the boat, though, didn't I? It's nah. like no, one you of those know what? things where I'm that. like, should I even try watching The Wire? I'll tell or you the my Sopranos? story. I kind of missed oh, it. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm the Wire, best TV show of all time. Uh, the Sopranos, probably second best. And and Mad Men, like, tied maybe with the Sopranos. I don't know. I, I'm freaking out right now. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, but you know what? I, I watched Mad Men during the pandemic. Like, I had missed the, the boat, I thought, too. And I decided to watch it. And it's, it's still very relevant. It still holds it's really up. Good. 
I think you should if you if you just have you know something you want to watch one day. It's not a lot right. of seasons. Isn't like five? Or five, something. I think. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Yeah. But what if anyway. I just don't have the time anymore? Then then, then don't. Do you really have time for anything? Watch it at one point five no, uh, speed. It. Like just up the speed and just watch it like really fast. <laughs> no, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> His eyes are—he wants to kill me right now. So <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Oh yeah, yeah, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I yeah, I think uh, if not the second best performance, like one of the best performances. Like, oh yeah. Um, obviously, Kristen Wiig is front and center, so she definitely probably takes the number one spot. But yeah, I think she she's so memorable in this. This was like one of her early roles, right? If I remember correctly, uh, as well, early film role. Yeah, um, yeah. She'd been on right. Gilmore she was on Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, Girls yeah. Yeah. for the whole run, and just a delight. <laughs> by the way, um, okay, you're back. Yeah, I was going to say Selena, Selena, you Selena loves you again. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, obviously, I've obviously seen Gilmore Girls. Yes. I had a mother and a sister. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, wait! I have a mother and a sister. I haven't seen it. But I was. What like, does that mean about me? We had like one TV. Oh uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. We had to. Alan had three TVs. We had now. to share, <laughs> and um, I got to watch Smallville. Oh, oh. <laughs> you lucky boy! Yeah, that came on after. We were a CW fan. I, I, was I say. love that. Yeah, yeah same. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I watch? Um, One Tree Hill. That was I, the one. That was what yes. I was going to guess. We could um, <laughs> we could get on board with One Tree Hill, the both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Smallville was kind of my own thing. Mm. Perfect. Even though it stinks. Yeah, it's a bad show. <laughs> that show <It's> so stinks. <laughs> uh, ten seasons, though. Um, well, Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. it's so... Now Now that we know that she's so funny, like, she's funny in Gilmore Girls, but she's also so underutilized, you know? Like, she's yeah. always doing the same bit as, like, I'm a chef and I don't know how to cook. I'm clumsy. No, sorry. Like, I'm, I, I know how to cook, but I'm clumsy. And so... I know she is really good in Gilmore's Gilmore Girls, and I love that show. But yeah, this was kind of like her first role in in a film. I think. Are you looking? I'm it looking up? at her film. She's done a lot before yeah. this, but it like very small roles. It looks like. Um, oh okay. So yeah, she was a working actress for quite a while. Okay. Um, so yeah. Because yeah, she was in. Looks like her, uh, she was in Go. 1999's Go is her first feature film role. A good movie. A good movie. I don't remember her in it. Um, she plays the role Sandra in that movie. She's so good. She was in Charlie's Angels, Drowning Mona, Disney's The Kid, uh, Pumpkin, The Third Wheel, White Oleander, The Life of David Gale, Chicken Party. You guys ever seen The Life of David Gale? Yeah, it stinks. Terrible film. It's absolutely. I don't know any of the words you just said. (laughs) What? Uh, Life of David Gale was the is with Kevin Spacey, right? And Kate Winslet. Yeah. Both and canceled. It's like, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. What happened to Kate? No, nothing. She's <laughs> wait, a queen. Wait, sorry. I'm just sorry, joking. Sorry. The, the funnier joke is, what happened to Kevin? <laughs> yeah, that is the That's the joke. better joke. Yeah, yeah. We'll just delete it. Yeah. yeah. It I'll then. fix it in post. Yeah, fix it in post. Fix it in post. Yeah, we know how much you like to edit. Um. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just spitting truths, baby. Uh no life of david gale i remember yeah i was i was very like hate to say it very much into kevin spacey at the time oh yeah i was like one of my favorite actors could never do anything wrong um no when was that 2003 2003 yeah yeah, everyone everyone really liked uh, kevin spacey at the time and so i remember watching that movie like 
thinking, you know, it's another Kevin Spacey movie. I'll probably like it. Yeah. And yeah, it's this weird thing about like Death Row. He's like on Death Row and there's all this like legal shit to like stop him from getting on Death Row for killing someone. And then there's like a tape reveal at the end where it's like he did kill them and like, but he's like, because I know how the system works, I'm able to get away with it. I don't know. It's really fucking weird. It's a bad movie. And it's like, I think it was in that era too of like, a twist ending is all we need to make a good movie. <laughs> um, anyway, she was also in um, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. Oh, yeah. Uncredited Aww. as woman at crime scene. Whoa. So she's in both Charlie's Angels yeah, movies? But a different role in the first one. She plays Doris in the first one. She has know. a name in the first she one. She does. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is weird. That is weird. Um, then Are they, is, he, is Dave um, Ben Falcone like part of those? Like, why is she like, who directed those? I don't even know who directed Mick those G. Movies. Mick G. Directed the the first one. Oh, okay. the, both of them, I believe. Both of them. I'm just curious as to how she would get a role in both of them, and the, in they're both like super small role. Like, Maybe it's so just weird. like how that happens in Star Trek. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, guess like so. he, like the TV show. You mean, yeah. All of them. Or yeah, all, of all them, the yeah. TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's this whole. Uh, <laughs> it's totally pointless to get into, but whatever. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, there is a the villain. I think it's the villain in Star Trek Five, the final the final frontier. The final frontier. Frontier yeah. uh, <laughs> is then recast as a good guy in the sixth one. So the very next one that comes out only a few years later, he's. It's oh god, what's his Do they name? Look Wagner, different? David Wagner. Uh, well, he plays two different species. So oh, okay. David Warner, you talking Warner, about David Warner? Warner. Ah, yeah, love that guy. Oh. Warner. Yeah, it's David Warner. He's um, the professor in Ter- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Two Secret of the Ooze. Yes. How could you forget? I sorry. Um, <laughs> I think he plays the god character in Final Frontier, but then he's also the so. the Klingon ambassador. Yes. In Star Trek VI: The Undiscovered Country. Yeah. So he's Klingon in six. So he's got the face thing going on. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I'll stop yelling now. <laughs> <laughs> he's yelling at us. Greg gets worked up when he talks about Klingons. Um, They're anyway. just so eloquent. Um, <laughs> so wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, like reprising roles. Yeah, and so, yeah, that's a great example uh, of that. So Kind of, I just kind of an egregious Melissa. example. The backup <laughs> plan, life yeah. as we know it. Yeah. Pretty ugly people just add water. All these ones that are like either weird or I've uh, never heard of or look dumb. Um, Life yeah. as we know it. Do you remember? Do you remember this movie? It's with Josh Duhamel and Catherine Ka- Heigl. Oh yes, oh, yeah. it's got the. Uh, I've never seen that it, poster. but it's got the poster of yeah. uh, she's like chasing a little baby with a bottle. Oh, sorry, I'm and thinking then, of Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. Yeah, it's different. Josh Duhamel is in <laughs> his underwear drinking a beer bottle because mm. it's like men and babies. They're right. the same. That doesn't work. Yeah. They're the same. Yeah. Um, I'll show you. That's the poster. Yeah. Bad. See, when yeah. a movie like yeah. that exists, that really just you have brings it home. Yeah. Why bridesmaids was important? Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, like, absolutely. I know that it sounds dumb now because we're in 2023, but it was important. It was a very time. important movie. Yeah, yeah. it was. Seismic. It still is. Like, I still feel like Hollywood's not sure what to do about women. The fact that it's a this kind of movie where it's like there's there's a lot of improv in it, um, yeah. and it is long, but it actually like maintains a comedic flow for the entire time, and it is a <laughs> cast of primarily women. It's yeah. a it it just 
and the fact that you can just go back to it and it holds up it holds great up pretty, yeah uh, well aside from the honestly just like kind of weird uh pacing energy that you get from taking improvisational cuts rather than written cuts it's just a weird thing that is a very much that that specifically dates the movie in a like in a five to five to eight year time period yeah you know what it is though like i feel like this kind of movie and there's other movies like earlier earlier on in the history of comedy movies that i feel become this kind of their own thing that are less about like watching the movie and more about remembering the movie and it's this idea of like I feel like a lot of people I know, uh, like yourself included, like you don't watch this movie often necessarily. He's pointing at me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yes, pointing at Selena. Uh, you don't watch this movie like like all the time, you know what I mean? No, but you yeah. remember it so well that you just love like talking to other people about it and reminiscing about it and quoting mm-hmm. it and that kind of yeah. thing. And I feel like this kind of, that because of that improvisational tone, like it creates that like, that room to have these really memorable scenes that maybe on when you watch the movie as a whole, like do feel kind of like there's peaks and valleys to like the, the energy and the, and the, the pacing and that kind of thing. But like you remember those scenes really well. And I think that's what Apatow always was like going for with his movies. And it works sometimes really well. Like I think 40 year old virgin is another example of this where like I rewatched that movie recently and I was like, this movie's too long and like, isn't really that great. But like, I have such like fondness for it because of like memorable scenes, you know? And you also like, it's, it's an inescapable fact that that movie is fucking ugly as shit (laughs) (laughs) to look at. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, visually and it's because he doesn't, know what's gonna happen yeah when he well, sets he's up not, the camera yeah he's not doing he's not like like i don't know i'm sure that they have a cinematographer but it's yeah. not really the cinematographer an is important there to be role like, this yeah. is how we make sure need that to, everyone's lit yeah. like yeah we need yeah. to evenly light this whole thing it's why it takes place in an electronic shop for yeah. the most part so we yeah. can get away with fluorescent lights yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that look of fluorescent lights to just like light everything in a certain way it's like shadow what shadow there's none. Yeah, yeah. There's nowhere to hide in case these guys get up <laughs> and move. Yeah. It's also Wayne's World is another movie that oh, I was yeah. gonna say, like just has that same vibe for me where like I love that movie and I can watch it anytime. It's just not one I like choose to watch often because I'm never like, Oh, I need to I need to rewatch this. Yeah. It's like yeah. I can play it in my head right now. <laughs> I can really play funny. yeah. It's a collection of moments that you'll always like that maybe like a standalone I guess similar to Improv. I've never done improv, but as a as a person who's experienced, like going as being technically, an you're doing improv right now of improv. Well, I guess so. What? None Meta. of this is written. I don't know if anyone knows that. Meta. We're not scabs. And Paul Feig is directing this <laughs> podcast. No, I'm kidding. Uh, That's no, why but... it's going for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zing Feig. Zing. Yeah, got him. He's listening, and Paul Feig tighten it up a little bit. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But no, what I was gonna say is that you're right. It's almost like watching. Okay, so an improv show, it has good moments and it also will have like some some sketches that won't go nowhere, right? And so like it's almost like these movies are just like that same dilemma of like bringing theater to film. Like it's like mm. bringing improv to film will have that feel of like, you know, some some parts will be like kind of choppy in between. But then there's the moment, the highs of it just like are so memorable that that's yeah. what you remember as an overall of like what you're saying. Well, and I think of that, like a collection of moments. And that I think really it's, uh, 
it's just a matter of like there's there's different kinds of movies that I love and there's movies like this that I love because of the memories and be, and there's movies that I love because I think they're like like perfect little films you know what I mean like like I wouldn't call Bridesmaids or Wayne's World anything like perfect movies or like Billy Madison like one of my favorite comedies like it's not a perfect movie by any means but like it's so funny and so memorable that I don't give a shit like it can yeah. be it can be rough it can be like. I don't know, like pacing issues, whatever you want to say. Like you can you can pick apart whatever you want, it's but it, part of the when it comes right down to it, it's like. But that's that's a movie I like. Like it's a it's yeah. a ki- it's a style or like a a kind of movie that I really enjoy. Yeah. And I miss these kind of movies. Like like I really do. I miss the big budget comedies that they hope make billions and rarely do. But when they do, they're like, well, keep doing more of that. Then, um, to be yeah. honest, I do too. Like I I do miss the. Um the improvisational, the improvisational style of comedy that's um, been kind of just co-opted into action movies. Yeah, and worse. Yeah, for and, and the one thing I can think of is Hobbs and Shaw. That's mm. a really great example of people doing or fucking Deadpool. Deadpool uh, anything sure. Ryan Reynolds does, really, he <laughs> needs to stop. Um, Someone stop Brian Reynolds. Someone yeah. stop him, please, <laughs> before Deadpool 3 comes out. Well, I don't want to see that movie. Eh, just coming. let him buy more soccer teams or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do it. That seemed to... Ryan, Do it right now, Ryan. That seemed to bring you joy. Paul and Ryan. <laughs> Paul Fee and Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening. Stop your We've got shit. advice for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did want to say uh, uh, a quote from Paul Feig. Um, okay. It's kind of going back to what you were talking about earlier, but I just found it, found it interesting. Um uh, so he said there was an edict from Hollywood where they were all going, okay, this is a movie starring a bunch of women. If this works, we'll green light more. And if it doesn't, we won't. So I was really sweating because if this didn't work, then I'm basically the man who killed movies for women for eternity. Oh so thank God it worked. Shit. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but also that's ridiculous. Just like, I think that's just like classic Paul Feig. Classic <laughs> He's Paul very Feig. like, oh, I don't know. He puts himself on a pedestal, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I th- I, honestly, if I could say anything about this movie, like the the worst thing to come from it is the fact that Paul Feig became like a little too high on himself and like, I'm going to make Ghostbusters, but with women and like, you know, that's, yeah. that's it. Like, and then if it, people were like, we don't like it, he's like, oh, you don't like women. And it's like, cause you know make what? a good movie, man. I will, I will say, I wanted to ask you a, co- a couple of questions because obviously I'm taking over as host. No, I'm kidding. Do it. No, yeah, but it. I, I, what, one question that I wanted to ask is, uh, to to me, like thinking about it, I I always like yeah I don't like that Paul Feig directed this movie, and I often think about who I would like this movie like who who I would like this movie sorry who I would like the to direct this movie like uh-huh. like so I think about obviously a woman like I would think Amy Poehler or maybe even Elizabeth Banks like I don't know her movies very well but like somebody that like knows comedy and like maybe even is in that world like i don't even like maybe maya rudolph herself or kirsten wig herself but who would you think is a good director if you were to well i guess the question is are we talking at the same time so like in 2010 when the movie goes into production yeah would would it need to be like or if your answer is now like that's also fine what whatever whatever you want um well just because i i do think it's tough because um, uh, what's her face, Olivia? Um, I can't remember her last name. Wild. Olivia Wild. Thank you. Um, I was like Coleman. No, 
uh, Cook, no. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's going through all the Olivias I know. Um, if she, because I love books, <laughs> I love Booksmart, but I hate it. Don't worry, darling. But yeah. I think because, so I was just like, I was grappling with that when you asked the question because I think she directed Booksmart so perfectly. And even though I don't like Don't Worry Darling, that's a different kind of movie. And it's more the script that I have a problem with. So I think that might be my answer is Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Wild. I think yeah. she does know comedy really well and she does know, because I think Booksmart is uh, a perfect little film about female friendship that uh, is also like tight and like, doesn't feel long or improvised you know what i mean like and so i think if yeah, she directed really good, yeah. bridesmaids uh like i think it could have been an even more wonderful film what do you think Greg? so this this answer <laughs> would the, the would, oh boy. would over triple the movie's budget <laughs> um uh-huh. and i and it would be bad but okay. I think <laughs> the queen of England, like what? But I think, what are you but I think it would be a really, really fun experiment in my brain, and I think it would be Nancy Myers. Okay, oh, yeah, okay. this movie would cost a okay, hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and it would look better, but the same. <laughs> it would. It would also. It would. It, it would veer into the into the romantic. The Chris O'Dowd. It would, stuff, and it yeah. would it'd become a second lead, and it would also be. Um, I don't know. Shinier, yeah. The movie white, would be like more shinier. more white kitchens. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it and it would also more turtlenecks. Like yeah. yeah, it would it would cost a hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's um, true. I mean, I like both I of just those think it's answers. A funny experiment. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the, a completely different film, but yeah, know, uh, yeah. like that. That's the 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 real answer to me at the time is there isn't a better person. Because, yeah, so. like, in the year 2010, his heart's in the right place. Uh, and yeah. he's able to step aside as a director and literally just point the camera. And, and let them, yeah. yeah. The worst thing that does happen is that he gets to claim to be the director uh, from the, like, he gets to be, like, from the director of Bridesmaids. Yeah. When he doesn't really have authorship of this movie, it's... Wig and Momolo's movie, well, yeah. mostly Wig's movie, mostly because she is yeah. the um, writer, producer, and star. Right? She produced yeah. this, right? I believe so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, like, yeah. What else is there? You know, like he's just yeah. the guy who says action and cut, and I think that's who you needed in a chair at that yeah. at that point. You're right. You're right. At that time, he just kind of let them do their thing, and and that was the 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 right thing for the right time. So and it's so the yeah, right thing for that script. It's the right for thing that for script, that movie. Yeah. It's the right thing for that that style of comedy that they're going for at the time. Yeah. And the the worst thing that happens is he does the exact same thing for Ghostbusters. And it just doesn't work. That's yeah. a horrible movie. That's a horrible movie. I don't <laughs> like that movie. Yeah. It's and I love women. Just, <laughs> I want to just say. I want to say on the record, love women. Don't like Ghostbusters. Like, you know... But I also don't like any Ghostbusters except the first one. Yes. They struck gold with the first one, and for some reason they keep trying to recreate that magic, and they don't understand what made it magic. They think, oh, it's because it's ghosts and and they shoot them. And it's like, no, it's because they were fucking exterminators. They were like dumb little New York exterminators who like just stumbled upon a world-ending event. (laughs) Like, interestingly, the one... the. The Paul Feig, Wig, and McCarthy Ghostbusters is the one that comes closest to that. It's it, yeah, yeah. It does, and that's. I mean, I think that's the the problem and the strength of it is that yeah, it's trying to ape the first one too much, 
but yeah. it's it just be- doesn't know when to cut. It just yeah, it's just it's doing the like like we're talking about like the improvisational style that doesn't work as well with uh with that story that you know like if they had let Bill Murray just like run run his mouth in the original Ghostbusters, which they did a couple times, but uh, <laughs> for the yeah, whole movie, like as... it would be a nightmare. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, you just can't. You're on film. Yeah. It's literally yeah, it's <laughs> spooling out. We only got 10 minutes of stock. Time is money, can. Bill. <laughs> Come on, say the lines. We need a clean cut. Okay, moving on. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, some, some of the other, like, Penny Marshall or, like, Nora Ephron, like, great directors that, again, just, like... Too romantic. Just, like, would I think would veer into the romantic comedy side of it a bit and too much. And that's my least favorite part. I mean, I like the cute... Chris O'Dowd moment, whatever. Everyone. I think but Chris O'Dowd is so my, good in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I he's like so him good. Like, I like him, but I, what I like about this movie is exactly what Greg said, is like the fact that it's a movie about rock bottom and like friendship and of, you know, she kind of has a weirdness with her friend that she's had for the longest time because she's getting married, but also well, she I mean, gains I'll, I'll, a friend when yeah. Melissa McCarthy, and like, I just like love. Well, even that, the that I mean the Rose Byrne you know? like dynamic, yeah, and and obviously Byrne very too. important to the movie. But yeah. like, I love that the movie doesn't like make her a villain per se. Like she, she's clearly an antagonist, right? Like um, she because <laughs> I, I will say okay before before we talk about the Rose Byrne, the my least favorite scene in the movie I think is the like competing speech. Oh yeah, scene oh. <laughs> where they just keep grabbing them and like, well, let me say one more thing. I'm just like. I don't know. It's one of those things for me where I'm like, this, this feels less believable and more of a sketch now. Yeah. If that makes a, sense. Sketchy, Whereas most of the movie yeah. feels very honest and relatable. It's exactly an SNL sketch. They've totally done it. Sketch. Yeah. They've do- yeah, they've done it. And you know what? So here's a, a fun fact. I have seen the DVD extras and I, I know that they have a lot of like those cut scenes and that's exactly it. It's like yeah. they just they went on for too long because they kept coming up with like funnier things totally and they just decided to keep them all so initially I don't think that scene was meant to be that long it was just like Kirsten Wiig kept killing and and like (laughs) it was so funny I think it would work perfectly if it was Rose Byrne gives a speech and then Kirsten Wiig gives gives a a secondary speech and it bombs yeah. and then they and she just gives up you know what i mean yeah. like i think that would be or and maybe roseburn comes back like just at the end and saves it again and then christmas like fuck like you know like like she's too good or yeah like, like yeah. but the fact that they kept doing and i was just like eve like again i understand what they're going for but i'm like even though kristen wiggs character is feeling this like jealousy towards roseburn's character i don't believe she'd keep like doing this shit and i don't believe that rose burns character would keep doing it because she's supposed to be this like like i'm perfect and i don't need to prove anything you know what i mean so that's why it doesn't work for me but aside from that i think the rose burn dynamic in the movie works really well where especially because they they the way they choose to end it where like she becomes vulnerable and she basically confides in annie that i was like worried that you were the you know like i i wasn't gonna live up to your standards and like all this kind of thing and then they become friends at the end i think it's really sweet um and yeah that (laughs) i also just love the um you know the wedding at the end where it's like and here's wilson phillips and she's like looks gives her a look she's like it's the last one like the last one one, really um, I think it's great. It's just like, yeah, she's rich. She can do whatever the fuck she wants, and it pisses Kristen Wiig off like it would anyone. Yeah. There's the uh, there, there's that thing with the speech at the beginning where it's like, this is this is too much too soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it's mirrored at the like the shower with the puppies. 
Oh, oh, I the Parisian, love the shower. yeah, the Parisian, Parisian shower or whatever. This fucking cookie, yeah. yeah. Oh, Which that, is, I mean, that's great because it gives Chris and Wig the moment to, yeah. to yeah. go full crazy and like that's when it destroy needs the to cookie, boil over, like, and we yeah. see a lot of that coming up. But like in the speech, it's too much, too soon. Yes, agreed. yeah. Everything agreed. else leading up to that is just like, oh, this is great. This is yep. great. This is it's, great. This fucking cookie, yeah. her falling over the all over the place and. And trying like, to put trying grass to, in yeah. like the trying fountain, to push like, push the yeah. chocolate fountain over and then just fountain. splashing it and like ah yeah. that's hot yeah <laughs> it's yeah. so funny it's great it's, it's so great comedic funny. performance by yeah. by wig and when she drives away and McCarthy drives away with nine puppies and she's, <laughs> she's just, just like, like yeah. and she's like I overcommitted to the whole when she the, comes to the, the house puppy and she runner has, like, is very funny nine, like the fact puppies. that yeah they bring it yeah. back she's like she's like all right and we're walking we're walking heel heel it's <laughs> great. Like so funny. It's such a silly because, like, I I also feel like that that is such a silly concept of like, oh yeah, your party favor is a puppy. Yes, that ridiculous, is, yeah. over the top, but like works really well with with the concept. Or that you get a, and a then signature the, drink when you enter, oh, yeah, the which dr- is oh, the, the other lemonade, scene that the I pink love. Lemonade, yeah, yeah. Ah she, shit, that is fresh. <laughs> yeah, she she wants to hate it, but then she turns. She's like, shit. She's like, I don't have a cup holder, so I can. Oh damn. So she's like struggling to drive, and then yeah, she's like, well, so, might as well drink it. Ah shit, that is fresh. It's funny fresh. that her piece of shit car doesn't have a cup holder. I know, and I, yeah, oh. Okay, I will say two scenes that I find hilarious that I also don't think that are talked about enough. <laughs> One is, well, it's not really a scene, but it's like an ongoing thing of like Maya Rudolph's dad being like a straight man, like just oh, yeah. not wanting to pay for I'm the not wedding. For and this I shit. find it so funny. In no. every scene that he's in, he's like, I'm not paying for this shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding i'm not paying for all of it like like it's just so funny to me that her yeah, dad yeah. is like like the only one not buying to any of this uh and then i respect that guy uh-huh. yeah me too <laughs> i love great. the dad i love the that's dad. great it's yeah. just like it's one of those really <laughs> wonderful moments of being like let's call a wedding what it is yeah it's yeah like, i don't pay for all this shit <laughs> this is <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> i'm yeah. not doing it yeah. stop uh, yeah. Which is what people should more people should say about paying for their uh, offspring's weddings. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then the other thing I really love is the the fact that Rose Burns or whatever her name is, Helen that her stepkids hate her, and when they go play oh. tennis with Annie, and actually uh, N- Nancy <laughs> Carell is has a cameo. Yeah. Uh, they're like Steve Carell's wife but yeah they're playing tennis and then like the kids come and they're like shut the fuck up Helen like like, like they're so mean to the, to Helen she's like okay kids <laughs> they're so funny oh my god like I love that when they're playing tennis and like it hits like Kristen Wiig's boob and she's like ah. like I don't know that whole sequence I find it hilarious I absolutely love that yeah and that tennis I mean rough. and that's that's what I'm saying like the the nature of this movie and these kind of movies is to have scenes like that because like you watch it and you're like easily could take that scene out of the movie but like yeah. why would you like it's funny it's funny <laughs> and, they, and they they put a lot of work into setting up the yeah. camera at the tennis court like let's fucking keep it but yeah yeah it's but it but like, like again i'm not saying this as like a, a negative on the movie i just think it's really fascinating that this kind of movie like freely does that kind of those kind of like just little vignettes of of stuff yeah. Um that technically things. like have no bearing to the plot you know what i mean it's low concept character driven comedy which is really great stuff to see and the fact that it plays almost equally well at home as it does as in a theater is a like advantageous to its longevity as as a film um yeah and like 
<laughs> the hard part about like higher concept comedies is that like well they're more expensive they take longer to make you have to be like really really but also like they 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 play in in a theater more yeah. like if you're doing like a sci-fi comedy or a horror comedy or something like that they'll play better in a theater um bridesmaids is close to a hangout to a hangout movie um i wouldn't say it's a hangout movie as listless as like um Days and confused or everybody wants some um <laughs> yeah like those are literal just like let's throw hang. this on and hang you yeah. know like we can uh like i'll put this on while i'm having people over and like as people move in and out sometimes they can just watch they and see what the boys it. are up to and everybody wants some yeah. and then <laughs> a movie that i don't like Oh. <laughs> I don't Everybody like, wants some. Yeah, I don't like these hangout movies. I, think I thought it was fine. I think they're all. I don't bad. think I ever want to watch it again, that, though. I think, yeah. yeah, I think Days and Confused stinks. That's one I haven't seen in a long I, time. I haven't seen it in a long time either. And yeah. like, this is the kind of movie that's just like, oh, Days and Confused is more of a coming of age movie though than a hangout movie. I'd say it's got elements of hangout, obviously, how dare but it's you. it's an ultimate hangout movie. <laughs> how dare you? No, how dare you? It's clearly about the young kid. No, it's coming of age. Coming of age. It's He's, coming he of gets age for spanked. One person. Yeah. That, well, that's all you need. <laughs> for the guy who gets spanked, but it's a it's a collage. It is a collage, but I'm saying it's different than everybody wants them because that's just a hangout. That's purely a hangout movie. Right. I wouldn't give any of the characters in that movie like like main character status, but I'd give the young kid in Days and Confused main character status. Oh, I didn't get that at all. all right. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I haven't seen it in maybe 20 years. So, well, there you go. We and shouldn't talk about that. This re- conversation is relevant because we're on a movie podcast now. Uh. Anyways, you can cut that. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say my other question I had for both of you was okay so this movie obviously meant so much to me and that's why I put it in my list and I put it really high up and I'm glad four other people put it also on their list but I wanna ask you like if you have and I kinda already maybe know the answer for Alan but maybe I don't know for Greg but what what movie sort of like now that you've heard me talk about it like what what is a movie you could say does the same for you like a comedy that like like really spoke to you and it's like i can see myself in that situation but also it's like obviously like improv like you I, know. I have the movie like tell it's me. the, it's the me. movie it's basically the like it it's basically this movie but a few years earlier it's super bad oh perfect. sure yeah. Yeah. perfect yeah super bad. perfect answer super bad came out in the summer of 2007 that was the year I graduated high school. Yeah. I was literally these kids yeah. Yeah. when uh, when Seth and Evan and McLovin were having the night of their lives. Yeah. Um, I saw that movie also twice in theaters, and I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And I actually watched it uh, just a couple weeks ago. Um, I watched it, and then I watched Bridesmaids, and like I do love the shared DNA that they have. Yeah, yeah um, they do have... Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, the rhythms of Superbad are like the exact same as the rhythms of Bridesmaids. And it's because they're both in the Apatow uh, brand house. Um, Superbad was was seismic for me at the time mm-hmm. because it was just like I saw myself, right? As much as I hate to admit that. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. these kids are awful <laughs> and so was i i love this uh, but, but the, it's also again, everyone if you say that you weren't 
awful in 2007 oh, as a kid yeah. just graduating from high school, you're a fucking liar. You're still awful. I mean, That's what yeah. it means. Any, if you don't any agree era. that you were awful, you're doesn't matter awful. what year. Any if era. you're in yeah. if you're in high school, you you suck. You, you suck. suck. I'm sorry. You absolutely so much. We all sucked. Yeah. We all become a little point, bit better when we yeah. graduate and the point then is, I forgive take a long you time to become if good you people. do something about it. Yeah. You yeah. know, you if you allow yourself to grow instant forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, because high school that's why, you know, that's that's why we try people as minors. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um and you know what I love about this too is that earlier in the podcast we we joined these movies because now you heard it here first. <laughs> Wendy McLovin as Alan said <laughs> is the mom of McLovin from Super bad, even though it came out before. But you know. What oh, I mean? really? She played like her. she plays McLovin's mom. No, I'm just oh. coming up. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to join the, the two universes. I'm just joking. Anyways, I was like, um, I remember a mom character for McLovin in that show, in that movie. <laughs> that Damn movie. it. Um, what's your answer? Um, I mean, oh, that's such a good answer. I don't know if I have a better one because I, I rarely have really good answers. Yeah, I know. And because yeah. uh, wow. I, cause I was trying answer. really rude to agree with me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> No, because I was trying to think. Because there's, there's you know obviously. Fast he said that. I'm like, I rarely have. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, I know. You're fucking dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I have a whole document here for for what's coming up next. But uh, anyway, uh, I put work into this. Um, so I put the... work into it. I read the document. <laughs> that was a different document you haven't seen yet. What? Um, yeah. Well, then how am I supposed to do anything? There's that. a second document. No, I'm just pointing out how much work I put into this. Um, I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa, that's the equivalent answer. I'm really proud of you. Hmm? <laughs> Try to top that, fucker. <laughs> I love that. That's right. I just took ownership of your work. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yes. He wins again. <laughs> oh, this is my life. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of movies that yes. I really love that are in the same style, but don't quite have the same, like, relatability for me like again billy madison one of my favorite comedies i don't relate to billy madison obviously he's a piece of shit who didn't graduate high school it's also a high concept comedy yeah it's It's harder to fucking fun as hell yeah um (laughs) it's harder to relate kills a a clown at one point yeah it's like uh, like what's the movie what's the comedy of my childhood liar liar i don't i don't relate to that guy my sister probably does fletcher reed yeah to fletcher Fletcher reed Reed. because you know she's a lawyer um, yeah yeah but that's she, about it and she can't lie she can't lie <laughs> yeah absolutely. legally yeah because you made that wish on your birthday <laughs> yeah i did so also high concept comedy yeah. um <laughs> yeah so i miss to... those too you yeah, know I what i miss like high concept comedies where it's like yeah something magical happens why who gives a shit like groundhog day you know it's just like yeah, yeah. something weird happens it's magic don't worry about it. Or like, click. if or, they tried or, to make or those like movies, Friday. Well, yeah, and if they tried to make any of those movies today, there'd be like a, a thousand fucking video essays about why it doesn't work. Or big. And I'm just like, I shut the big. fuck up. Anyway, big. I don't know if it holds up, so don't quote me on that. But big's pretty. I good. used to love big. Big's pretty good. Yeah, it's, okay. it's weird to think about how he fucks a woman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there it is. <laughs> there the, it is. That's the, that's the, the, that's, part, that that's the main part that's like weird to think about yeah, that today. Is very weird, that yeah. like it's weird no one thought of at the time. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think yeah. it's because it was also you know a bunch of white men running Hollywood, and they're like, yeah, my fantasy when I was eight is to fuck a woman. <laughs> he's not eight. Ten? How old he's is like, he? He's like eleven. 
All right. Maybe well, 12. He's still too young. I remember him shrinking back down. And, shrinking back down. Well, like, because he's Tom Hanks. <laughs> and, and Greg can tell how old someone is by their height. Hang so. on. He's Tom Hanks in one shot. It cuts back to Kathleen Turner. Mm. No. Who is um, that movie? Elizabeth Perkins. That's it. Nailed it. Oh, no. Nailed it in two. Um, it cuts I'm back so to proud Elizabeth of Perkins, you. who looks, and then it cuts back to uh, Little Boy in Big Suit. Uh-huh, yeah, little uh-huh. and then it cuts suit. back to Elizabeth Perkins, who is not horrified. Yeah, like she's not like, oh my god, what have I done? She's just fine. She's fine. She's like, <laughs> she's like oh okay, you're welcome, little boy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Did you know he was nominated for Best Actor for this movie? Big Tom Hanks. Yeah, really? Yeah, fantastic Wait, nomination. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Good for him. Yeah, I didn't know that until just now when I'm looking at. Um, He's been nominated. Do you remember that movie, Little? Little. <laughs> is the opposite of big it was yeah it was a uh, uh with uh regina hall um and she becomes little it's like the opposite yeah it was why like would a, you do that i don't know that you have to cast a kid yeah yeah so the a kid is the lead of that overbearing movie? boss who's transformed into the teenage version of herself oh boy i don't know i never saw it oh that's just 17 again well yeah i mean yeah there, there's a lot of those but specifically it's Thirteen of, going on thirty. The opposite. Of one big. of my one of my I sister's know, favorite movies. I That's love movie. that movie. I love. Wait, when did that come out? Because that should be on my list if it came out in the twenty ten. No, it came out in twenty. Uh oh. Losing the thread. Two thousand four. Uh, okay, good. Sorry. Yeah, losing the thread. That's what, I what was I saying? Uh, uh, big. No, I wasn't talking about big. Little. No. no your favorite that. movie. Your favorite. Billy movie. Madison. Yeah. Yay. Billy Madison's great. I love great. Billy Madison. <laughs> great. Stop looking Wayne's, at me, Swan. Wayne's World. Uh, Tommy Boy. Sure. <gasps> Tommy Boy. Speaking Tommy of boy. big man and little coat, or <laughs> little, yeah. kid little kid and little big kid and big coat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I big man that. and little coat. If we're big like, man, yeah. And well, little and coat. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but you might not know it, but that was what he would do to David Spade to at David SNL yeah. all the time, yeah. like just that that bit, fat man and little coat, and then he'd be like. He'd be like, I, I have to show you something. They shared an office. At yeah, yeah. Now, he'd be like, yeah. I've show you something, David. He'd be, he'd be like, it better not be Fat Man a Little Coat. He's like, it's not. I promise. It's, it's not. And then he'd do it. <laughs> yeah. And David Spade would be tormented, but also could not stop laughing because it's hilarious. Uh, it's very good. I love Chris Farley. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yes. I think Superbad's a perfect answer. I can't think of a better one. I think that's a, that's Just a in terms answer. of, yeah, like, and also, like, yeah, written by uh, Seth Rogen and his writing partner, which is also... Evan. Yeah, which is also kind of like, like Annie like Bridesmaids and, 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 Bridesmaids. and, and Yeah, yeah. You know, John Apatow may have had, like, you know, like a vision there, of course. Like, I want to do the Superbad at, you know, for this, for women in their early... How old are they in this movie, supposedly? Like, I think they're in their 30s. Late, late early their 30s. 30s or early 30s or something. Yeah, exactly. And so I think... Because yeah, if you're in your 20s, you don't feel answer. like your life is ruined yet. It's when you're in your 30s yeah. that you start to feel that way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've had like, you know, nibbles of that. Yeah. You know? In your twenties, you're just, just like, just ah, I, like, I got so much ahead of me. It's fine. I I messed up. It's fine. I honestly feel like my thirties are kind of like my twenties now, because you know a lot of people yeah. in generations previous got married when they were twenty five. Mm. Mm-hmm. I got married when I was thirty three. Yeah. So I got. I mean, my body doesn't feel that way. I feel like I'm <laughs> falling apart. 
every morning. Body wise, I feel like I'm 80. Yeah, body wise, I feel like I'm done. And, oh my god, uh, this is a new movie. Uh, oh, uh, little bit, anyways. But, <laughs> little big tiptoes. Little big, little big Greg. Yeah. Little big Greg. Um, See, I said I'd never done improv, so. No. <laughs> that's the that's the oh no, you did great it. thank you <laughs> the the uh the note i would give you is don't doubt yourself stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's rule number one of improv thank yeah. you don't doubt yourself. if you start saying something you gotta roll with it and then just keep and then if it doesn't land you add to it mm-hmm. until it does land <laughs> until everyone's crying well, you're... or laughing <laughs> who knows ideally your scene partner will be on Base yes, with and, it, and yeah, and, and be, be able like, to okay. To, let me do this to pull you out of the hole you dug. For he yourself. did pull me a little bit. He yeah. said a little bit. Yeah, um, that's true. That's, that's exactly true. it. Yeah. Thank you, Alan. It's harder when there's like no audience. <laughs> Sorry for calling you stupid. To not be just really tired. <laughs> yeah, you know? that's true. No, like not. when a when a when a joke is dying and it's just like in a podcasting suite, you're just kind of like, yeah, let it die. Yeah, we'll pick it up. Yeah. In a minute. I meant to say get confident, stupid, which is the Simpsons reference, which but I said don't dare yeah, yourself. Just the, yeah. <laughs> just I, I the got the reference. Yeah. The reference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways. Any final thoughts on Bridesmaids? Good movie. Good movie. Um, Love this definitely re- two really cool Oscar nominations. Screenplay. Yeah, that was a quite a surprise. Like a, what are the like two? A Screenplay a and supporting actress? Melissa McCarthy. Oh, right. Of course. Yep, yep. Yeah. 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 Like such a. Yeah. That was. I remember thinking. The Academy loves to do that. To have like a little surprise, day, like a like, like a, a best supporting actor or actress for a comedy performance that is like, like not out of nowhere, but you know what I mean, like unexpected. I feel like that happens often with the Academy, like Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine. That's one, and then he wins. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. weird. Well, Kevin Klein as well in uh, Fish Called Wanda. That's also, a really cool. Win. I mean, an amazing win. Yeah. I, like my like one of my favorite wins, yeah. but it just it's it's. It's rare that comedy gets Asshole. gets uh, <laughs> it's rare that comedy gets nominated for Oscars in general, and it seems yeah. like when it does, it's a, a supporting actor or actress, and it's yeah, like someone that you don't expect to do comedy, like a, and that's why they're like, wow, they're funny, do, do, do. yeah, breakout performance, yeah, yeah. But I did love that they got nominated for the for the script. I I really love the script, even though it is very improvised, but. I, I I I really like it, and I think it was a good nomination. They didn't win. Who won that year for script? Maybe. Oh, oh boy. gosh. Oh boy, I'm sorry. <laughs> These are hard to figure out. I'm In so 2012, sorry. the film was nominated for both best supporting actress and original screenplay. So it will be the 2013. No, it's the 2012 awards because it comes out in 2011. Fucking yeah. Oscars. 2012. I'm trying to think. What was that year? Um, oh, we're not. What we're never going to get it. We're never going to get it by guessing. Um, Alan's yeah. going to have to pull it up. Then I'm we can guess. It. Then we can guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you would do a game where you pull it up and we try to guess. That's exactly what we're going to do. Um, Amazing. But, you know, we'll, we'll also do, do whatever Alan has planned. Yeah. Don't yeah. Have to step on my that. toes. I, um, <laughs> we just, we just, I just really love doing the Oscar game. Um, yeah i like this i'm so excited we get to talk about movies the entire time yeah that, we, that uh, i was here where it's like it's not like a divergence that we have to eventually go back on go track back to, to yeah that you yeah. had to bring us back it's to topic all relevant it's all movies baby it's all relevant. Okay, so what do you want to know first relevant um, relevant <laughs> uh well we know that well it's the it's the we're looking at screenplays okay we'll for that first for okay. 2012 so best original screenplay yeah, mm-hmm. we need some hints now. For uh, the year 2011, yeah. the ceremony in 2012. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so... We got bri- Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. 
Kristen Wiig, and Annie Mumolo. Okay, so the the winner, we'll say the winner first, is a screenplay. It's by an artist that I mostly hate. I know you hate. And uh, hate it's a film that I kind of like, despite not liking the person who wrote it. Oh. They also directed it. Oh. Holy. I hate this person? I believe so. Pretty sure. I mean, what? not only for... it's a man, I suppose? It is a man. Like, yeah. Um, you oh, hate this person. Oh. I, th- I, I mean, I think you hate their movies for sure. Uh-huh. And I assume you hate them as a person because they're, I'm pretty sure, a horrible person. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't narrow it down at all. <laughs> Wait, is it uh, Hollywood, baby? <laughs> is it uh, what's the name of the guy? Uh, this person that... makes too many movies. Oh, that should be a good hint. That should, mm-hmm. be, a good that hint. should be this person makes like one a year. Oh, it's a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, and oh. the movie is uh, Midnight in Paris. It Midnight is, yeah. In Paris. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A bad movie. I think it's a good movie, but I also haven't seen it like since it came it's out, and I now hate Woody Allen more so than uh, I did. Uh, and I didn't necessarily hate Woody Allen before, but uh, most of his movies I saw were either very hit or miss for me. Yeah. Um, and now, like the one that I liked the most at the time was Manhattan, which now I'm like I don't like because it's so like focused on his relationship with a 17 year old girl yeah. which like now i'm like well that's gross yeah like i mean that's your life too. now i don't like his movies but i i used to love his movies yeah. and, and i, I think used, that's i grew up common loving for, his yeah. yeah like his whole deal and just like kevin spacey like we were talking about you know watch, like it's yeah. it sucks when these monsters <laughs> show their true colors and it ruins my enjoyment of their films Anyway, uh, I'm the victim here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the one who's sad. Um, uh, okay, the, the other screen, the next screenplay was uh, also a best picture nominee this year. Um, it's a uh, fuck. There's like, wait, what are we guessing for this one? This is screen this is screenplay. screenplay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. These are uh, the other nominees for best. The other nominees, okay. Because Midnight in Paris won. Bridesmaids were nominated. There's three other nominees. Um, I feel like anything I say about this movie will give it away. So say it. Except maybe the director mm. is Michelle Hazanificus. Mm. Michelle. How many, how many S's at the end? Hazanavicius. I don't know how to is pronounce it. Is it the artist? It something? is the artist. Yeah, okay. The artist, nice. which won the won best one. picture. <laughs> nice. well it done. won the best picture that year. Um, it was also nominated for best original screenplay. Yeah, because um, best picture. Okay, this one <laughs> is a film I have not seen um, it's written and directed by J.C. Chandor. Oh, this is, um, is this Margin Call? It is Margin Call. I was about to say, it oh, stars Kevin one. Spacey. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is but a... Apparently the theme this of This is podcast. a great film. I mean, it's an ensemble cast, to be clear. It it's is. It's not yeah. starring Kevin Spacey. He's just one of the stars, but yeah. Um, I would say the, like... He's the star of the, um, uh, of the older cast. Hmm. And then there's a younger cast... Of up and comers, and those are that the 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 starring duties are like Zachary Quinto and Penn Badgley. Gotcha. Oh, Penn Badgley. They're yeah. both quite good. Actually, Bettany is in that movie, and mm-hmm. he's fucking oh, great. Bethany. Nice. Like, I would highly recommend Margin Call. Not enough people have seen that movie. It's so good. Okay. All right. I will answer the well Margin done. Call. Yeah. <laughs> two one. Get it? Like, two one. Yeah, yeah. Two one. Oh boy. Yeah. All right. Okay, no. Well, now I should just throw away my game. Uh. <laughs> Don't throw away your game. We'll play it after all right, this. All right. 
Uh, last one is a uh, foreign language film um, that is very good. Um, I don't know if either of you have seen it. Amour? No. Oh, okay. Am- amour? Amour? Like, amour? Like a better life? Amour? It's not, no. I, no. Neither of those. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Say it. No, okay. Give us, give us hints. It's from Iran. Oh, um, like something my daughter? No. No, oh, okay. No. Um, again, I don't know if either of you have seen it, but I watched it recently, and it may be my favorite film from this year. Um, it's by uh, Ashgar Fahardi. Um, um, it's about is it a middle class couple. A separate woman or something? Oh, a something woman? Not about a woman. A separation. A separation. Yes. yes. <laughs> nice. I knew I had it. Like it was something because there's a book called like Not Without My Daughter that's also Iranian. And then like, yeah. Anyways, I had all those movies in my head, but yay! Well, there you go. Awesome. That was fun. What's your game? <laughs> yeah, tell us your game right now. All right. So I'd mentioned this to Greg before we had started this podcast, but uh, I wanted to try and create a little game for each episode mm-hmm. uh, related to the movie we're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> So this game is called Always the Bridesmaid. Cute. So I'm going to give you uh, an actor or actress who's been nominated many times for an Oscar nice. and have never won. Aww. I love this. Oh, my God. I love uh, this. And you can try and guess what movies they were nominated for. Okay. okay. Uh, so there's going to be some tough ones. So I'll yeah. probably have to do some hints or just tell you, yeah. you know. But um, we won't do it, you know. It's not. It's loose. Like basically, just shout shout out Lucy Goosey, yeah. Lucy Goosey, Goosey. Yeah. and this if you get it, you can you can keep track yeah. of points. I don't give a shit. Thank um, you, Alan. You're I don't give a shit either. <laughs> yeah, but we are two too. No, this is the kind of loosey goosiness that I. Really <laughs> I don't care like. at all. But also, we're tied. Also, yeah, tied up. Yeah. Uh, so, so instead, you're at zero zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Because this is a new game. Yeah. Love, love. That's what it is. Yeah. In yeah. tennis. Yeah, which oh. is what we're playing. All right, so the first, and I've only chosen, because there's there's actually quite a few uh, people who have been nominated a bunch and never won, but some of them are, uh, I'm just going to say it, not ones that we know in our lifetime very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like okay. Richard Burton, or... He never won? He never won. Wild. Uh, Peter O'Toole oh, also yeah. never won. Well, he won that honorary one right before he croaked. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the before Anton Ego Award? <laughs> Uh, the job of a food critic is anyway. Great, uh, I love that that movie and that monologue. Anyway, uh, so the first person is the uh, woman with the most nominations and no wins. That is Glenn Close. <gasps> Glenn Close. Can you name the wife? Any? The wife is correct. In 2018, uh, lost to Olivia Coleman in The Favorite. Um, nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> So we have to Good. keep saying other movies? Uh, other movies she was not Hillbilly Elegy. Hillbilly Elegy is also one from 2020. Uh, supporting role nomination. Lost to Yong Yoo Jung from Minari. Uh, indecent mm. Proposal. Incorrect. No, she's... Is she in Indecent I don't know. Proposal? <laughs> no, she's in the other one that I just watched. What's it called? Basic Instinct? No. no it's um, the other one. The other one with mm-hmm. the rabbit. The rabbit mm-hmm. that's being... Yeah. It's um, yeah, called... I wonder, I wonder what it's called. I will remember the Dangerous name. Dangerous Liaisons. That's a different one than what we're thinking of, but that is one she was nominated <laughs> Thank for. Thank you very much. It's uh, called... Lost what? to Jodie Foster in The Accused. Ah. Accused. Um, she, she is called... Uh, Basic, no, fatal attraction. Yes, fatal, fatal, fatal attraction, attraction is correct. 
from 1987, lost to Cher in Moonstruck. Good win. Mm, good yeah. win, yeah. Yeah, what a fun win that is. Yeah. I will say this. So there was four supportings and four leads that she was nominated for. There's a name. Uh, so you've got three of the four leads, and you've only got one of the supportings so far. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. Incorrect. Okay. <laughs> there's one. There's like a name of a of a guy. Like it's like the title. Mm-hmm. The name is the title of. The, sorry, the title is the name of a person. Yes. And it's a guy's name. It's yes. like, like I don't know, like starts with an A. J- oh. Alton. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Do you Alton. know what I mean? Like it's Wait, like a movie. Nobs. It is Albert Nobbs. Thank you. I yes. knew. See, like my mind Greg works gets the so point. weird. Okay, uh, fine. No, we're in this together now. We're in this together. We're okay. the same team right. now. Against so now, Alex. okay. So if any of you don't get her my points, okay, great. I yeah. love that because yeah. I'm not giving any more hints. Damn it. Yeah, Albert Nobbs. Okay. Albert so uh, was that a lead? Right. That, that was, was the, the other lead. lead. Yeah. Uh, she lost to Meryl Streep in The Iron Lady. Bad win. Bad, yeah. bad, bad win. Quinn. Plus, she's already got yeah. two. Yeah. Bad yeah, movie. Meryl. Bad yeah. win. Meryl, you're doing fine. Yeah. You don't need more Oscars. So then we have So there's two three more. more. Or three more. Uh, best Supporting Actress nominations. I will give you the years. Air Force One. No. Dang. I will give you the years. <laughs> Good job, teammate. 1982, 1983, and 1984. She was nominated she three was... years in a row for Best Supporting Actress and lost all what? three times. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Okay. I don't know any of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to I mean, there. okay, one is a baseball movie. The Natural. The Natural is correct. Yeah. Uh, lost job. to Peggy Ashcroft in A Passage to India. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. A memorable performance. Uh, another <laughs> one is a, I'm going to call it a hangout movie. A hangout movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, a boomer hangout movie. <laughs> the oh no! Is that the 1983? Uh, yes. Uh, Ice storm? No. Saint Elmo's fire? <laughs> no. <laughs> a, a, a hangout movie. A, a boomer hangout movie. These are all uh, 90s movies that I just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think uh, Saint Elmo's fire is 80s. Is it? Yeah. Oh sweet. Diner. <laughs> no. Delicatessen. No. She's not in these big movies. Big Dinner. I don't know. Are we just naming movies that have Big Dinner? dinner? Big Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Big Dinner. You're closer. Big... You're closer with the Big, big Dinner. Chill. It's the, it's big, the chill. big Chill. It's the Big Chill. That's what I was looking for with the That's ice why storm. when he said Ice Storm, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I know where your mind's yeah. at. And he said he's saying almost fire. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> the opposite end. The Big Chill. Of course it's the Yay. Big Chill. Big Chill. She lost to Linda See, Hunt in the year of living danger. We'd make a good team because every time I say something completely random, it well, prompts it you the me. answer. Yeah, yeah. It sparks my, my And brain. her first Best Supporting Actress nomination from 1982 uh-huh. uh, is a film that uh, I have never seen. Uh, it's a weird title. Uh, I'm going to have to look it up here. Nor have you ever heard of it. Uh, have you not <laughs> I think it's got Robin Williams. Uh, Moscow on the Hudson? No. Okay. Popeye. What dreams uh, no. may come? I don't know. That's, no. from, the That's from the 90s. Yeah. I don't know. What? <laughs> does it actually have Robin Williams in it? It does. He's the lead. Um. Oh, is this the car one? No. 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 The car one. The car one. Uh, Robin Williams. Uh, I'm trying to find a description of the plot that doesn't give it away. A struggling young writer finds his life and work dominated by his unfaithful wife and his radical feminist mother, whose best-selling manifesto turns her into a cultural icon. Is the title the name of the writer? Mm, I don't know this. No. I don't know. I don't think I know this either. I'm giving up. Uh, It's called The World According to Garp. Garp. God damn it. (laughs) 
He did know it. Oh, he did know he it. Did know it. <laughs> no, but uh, oh, okay, I don't yeah. know the movie. Yeah, early Robin Williams lead, I believe. Uh, that is not a comedic performance, I believe. Mm. Again, I've never seen it. Well, that was rough. Uh, that was lost a... to Jessica Lange in Tootsie. Tootsie. Yeah. But there Who you go. Glenn that Close movie came out in the eighties. I always thought of it as a sixties movie. Sixties, seventy. Oh, yeah, me yeah. too. An older movie. Yeah. Well, there you go. Glenn Close, eight nominations, never won. Always a bridesmaid. Yeah. Always. Next a, one. Well, she was a wife, though. Well, she was the wife. She was the wife. She was the wife. Yeah. The wife too. <laughs> Breaking the habit. All right. <laughs> Next actress, Amy Adams. Adams yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Gotta okay, be. yeah. Gotta the be. Master. The Master is one from American 2012. Hustle. Give me a second to reveal oh, okay. all the stats, Sorry. all right? <laughs> but I'm right, though. Shut up. The Master <laughs> is from 2012, and she lost to Anne Hathaway in Les Miserables. For like her three minutes on screen. That's more yeah. like 15. I dreamed a dream. Okay. More like 15, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but she sang on she camera. Did. And she cried. And she cried. She cried. So. And it's a wonder. And yeah. it's a wonder. And it's all in her face. It's right in her face. dumb face. She cut her hair, you guys. She yeah. cut her like, hair. That's the tragedy. Yeah. That's the most actress. Snot. The most actress you can snot. Yeah. Uh, American Hustle. That's correct. That was her only Best Actress nomination, by the way. That's crazy. They're uh, all supporting. All the rest are all supporting. Yeah. Uh, American Hustle was... Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You gave me a stare, you guys. I just went over this. Okay, I'm so <laughs> Would sorry. you interrupt Alex Trebek when he's reading his questions? If no. They do they you there's they a They get fucking decimated. You get dropped. Yeah. You get dropped. You get slimed. <laughs> yeah, you get slimed. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, you interrupted. <laughs> you get <Alex>. slimed. <laughs> you get slimed. Yeah. That's why I had to bring so many changes of clothes. All right. Yeah. Um 2013 was American Hustle, and she lost to Kate Blanchett in... In 2013? Yeah. Dude. This is a lead? The... Yep. This is Blue Jasmine. Blue it is Jasmine, Blue Jasmine. Yeah. Speaking of... Um, Woodsy Allen. Wood, Woodsy, Woody Allen. Yeah. Woodsy Allen. Um, and also Louis C.K. is in that movie. That's right. So another oh, monster. Um, <laughs> all right. What did you say before? Doubt. Doubt. Doubt is correct. From 2008. Uh, lost, uh, again, this is supporting... Actress nomination lost to Penelope Cruz for Christina Barcelona. Chris- speaking Vicky of Woodsy Christina. Allen, yeah, they, well, yeah. yeah, they they like Woodsy. to nominate his uh, actors. Um, what else? What else we got? We got, got that's three Vice. three out of three out of six. Vice is correct. Her most recent nomination from 2018 for best supporting actress. A uh, bad nomination. Very bad, bad nomination. <laughs> uh, yeah, she lost to Regina King in If Beale Street Could Talk. Yes, very good. Which yeah. we're all happy about. Yes, we're happy that she lost. Vice should Vice, not be celebrated. Bad movie. Uh, another one is The Fighter. <laughs> ah, he's a fighter. Oh, fighter. Break, his, Break hands. his hands. He's a fighter. Uh, yes, uh, 2010, The Fighter nominated, lost to... In 2010? I just wonder if you know this fun fact of who she lost to. Oh, Melissa Leo from in The Fighter. The Fighter. And yeah. The fi- oh, yeah, because they're both. They yeah. were both nomed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both all right, nom. so you got uh, one more. Oh, Junebug. Yeah, her first nom. Her 2005, Junebug. Lost to Rachel Weiss in The Constant Gardener. Yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah. All right, good I work. Saving you did, Junebug. You did better you with Amy Junebug. Adams than you did with Glenn Close. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. That's why I didn't choose Richard Burton. Yeah. Thank you for not <laughs> choosing Richard Burton. Thank you for not choosing Richard However, Burton. let's go into a harder one again with Albert Finney. Oh. <laughs> so he's never won in it, five nominations. Oh, uh, four of them. Finney. 
Murder on the Orient Express is correct. Okay, um, yeah, excuse me. Uh, from 1974, uh, he lost to Art Carney in the film oh. Harry and yeah. Tonto. The one of the worst <laughs> wins in Academy Award history. Oh, no. You know who he beat, Selena? Who? who I mean, Albert Finney. Art Carney in Harry and Tonto beat? No, tell me. Al Pacino for The Godfather 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's maybe, wild. Maybe the greatest <laughs> film performance of the 70s. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. Loses to a guy and his cat. Uh, was it a cute cat, though? It is a cute cat. All right. Yeah. I forget it then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, so that was. So he's. It's okay. F- he would later win for Scent of a Woman. Everything's fine. Ooh-ah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that kind of we never just. Uh, thinks, I'm oh, blind now. should have given it yeah. to him. Ooh-ah. Uh, maybe if I act blind, they'll give me an Oscar. I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> I hate it anyway. that they they decide to give Oscars for when they messed up a few years earlier, and then they're Thing just is, like, in that "Let's movie, just give it to him." Now. In that year, he's nominated again in supporting for a better performance in a better movie. He's nominated for Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Oh yeah, Glenn great Gary, great performance yeah. as Richard Roma, and that's a fucking great performance. Gotta get those leads. Yeah. These are the new leads. Where are those leads? These are the Glengarry leads. Glengarry leads. I need them. <laughs> Listen, I get home and I just want to have a nice chicken meal. I, I got, I got three the Glengarry. bodies off of Venice Boulevard, Justine. I'm sorry. sorry the goddamn the chicken, chicken got It's overcooked. overcooked. <laughs> now oh give God. me those leads. I need those Glengarry leads, Justine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <I> fucking tired. <laughs> Just let me sleep. <laughs> now we're in a som- insomnia. <laughs> uh, oh where are we? Where are we? Doing? I don't know. Albert uh, Finney. Albert, Albert, Albert Finney. Finney. Yeah, these are hard ones. I'm surprised you got that one. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's four best actor noms from 63, 74, which was Murder on the Orient Express, 83, and 84. He's not nominated again until 2000 for Best Supporting Actor. And that is for Aaron Brockovich. That is correct. Oh, Aaron Brockovich, um, okay. And then I believe he's dead now. So. He is dead. <laughs> is he so dead? He will never win, All right, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, uh, do you know who, who he lost to in 2000 for Aaron Brockovich? Benicio Del Toro. For? Traffic. Yes, the, Traffic. Other, the other Steven Soderbergh film <laughs> from the year. Yeah. Way to go, Stevie. Yeah. yeah. You really fucked Albert Finney over by releasing yeah. Yeah. a by releasing Benicio better movie? on us. I don't know. Benicio, yeah. on, on one? I said better movie? I don't know. I think Aaron they're, both, they're both is, quite good. I think Aaron Brockovich is the better movie mm. just in like rewatchability. Oh yeah. Like traffic oh, yeah. is so very much like, oh, this was made in two thousand. Oh intense, yeah. yeah. And however, Benicio is so he's very good. good. Very good. So good. He gets that. He gets that nice ending at the baseball field. Yes, he does, and it's very worth it. You can lift the entire Mexico thing out and just give Benicio yeah. his movie and just be like, "That's the that's the." But good then he stuff. can have the the color grading telling you where you are. Right. Right. When it's blue, <laughs> when it's blue, Washington. you're in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know when Vigo Mortensen kicked the helmet that he broke his toe for real? <laughs> Exactly what I thought was gonna happen after <laughs> he broke his toe. He actually broke his toe. He there. actually broke his toe. That's what, his scream is real. Uh, all right, so you got two out of the five. Uh, I would be very surprised if you know any of these other three off the dome. The sixties one. What? what Nineteen sixty-three. Um, I got. I mean, I believe it's about a real person. Let me just check. Oh, Alberts. I've never seen Nob. this movie. Alberts. 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 Knob. Alberts Nob. <laughs> 
plural. It's just the other one was just like Albert no, Knobs no, singular. It's possessive. No, it's possessive. It's about his guy's oh, dick. <laughs> okay, so it's not about okay, a real person, but it shares a name with a real person. What? Very confusing. It's huh. a 1963 British comedy film. Yeah. An adaptation of Henry Fielding's classic 1749 novel. Oh. Uh, starring Albert Finney as the title hero. Uh, one of the most critically acclaimed and popular comedy vis- comedies of its time. Won four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. 1963? Oh, yeah. I don't know what winners of this. The name is uh, shares a name with a, uh, a singer. Oh, it's Tom Jones. Tom Jones, yeah. yeah. It's Tom Jones. Never seen it. Nice. Yeah. I legitimately thought it was about the singer Tom Jones until I just read about it now. Because <laughs> why wouldn't it be? So wait, so Tom jo- Jones, and then what's the other ones that we've said so far? Okay, wait, Tom Jones, he lost to Sidney Poitier, Poitier. in Lilies of the Field. Mm-hmm. That's what Poitier won for? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that was a trivia question. Alan and I went to That's a trivia, true. and that was a trivia question. And It was like, which which film did Poitier win his first Oscar for? And I thought it was, that was the answer. first with Oscar. Love. Okay. I yeah. think so, yeah. I think that was, yeah, I mean, was I think first, that was the question. I think and, that was the question. Because I yeah. do remember that being the answer. It has the field. You and you're like, I've one? never heard of that. Yeah. I don't know. I can't look it up right now. Okay. Um, you all have phones. Why, why do I have to look at everything up? I'm sure sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. We're all, we're all very sorry. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, the other two films from 1983. Uh, let's see. <laughs> also, one I've never heard of. You will, boy. Uh, let me look it up here for you. Uh, nope, not from 2015. From 1983. There we go. Uh, oh, it looks like it's a, a World War II film. So, Greg, you might know it. 1983? Uh, 1983 British drama film directed by Peter Yates, adapted by Ronald Harwood from his 1980 play. Tells the story of an aging actor's personal assistant struggling to keep his employer's life together. I guess it's not a World War film. I thought it was. Maybe it's just set during the war. Any ring a bell at all? No. No. It's got Michael Guch. I don't know that one. It's called The Dresser. The Dresser. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Never heard of it. Uh, lost to Robert Duvall for Tender Mercies. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the last one for Mr. Finney is from 1984. Um, mm. I got to give you more hints because I've never heard of this one either. It's the problem with these um, these old with these, these United these older Kingdom ones. guys. Yeah. Uh, 1984 American drama film directed by John Huston. Okay. Starring Albert Finney, Jacqueline Bissett, and Anthony Andrews, based on Malcolm Lowry's semi-autobiographical 1947 novel, follows the last 24 hours in the life of Jeffrey Furman, an alcoholic British former consul in the small Mexican town of, ah, uh, on the Day of the Dead in 1938. Jesus. Wow. I have no idea. The Taylor of Panama. No. No. What it's called it? Under the Volcano. Oh. Mm-hmm. I would never have gotten that in a billion years. Um, but what, do you know who he lost to? In 1984? Yes. Um, maybe. I think you do. I think I do too. Is also Best Picture winner. Yeah. This is the 80s? 84. 84? This isn't the Chariots of Fire win, nope. is it? No. That's 80, I believe. Oh, okay. 1984. 1984. It's a Strong. biographical uh, music biopic. A music, an early music biopic. Early music biopic. That one best picture. That one best picture. New York, New York. No, that's no. It's not a biopic. <laughs> it's not a biopic. It's a biopic about New York. The title so. of the film is uh, the 
uh, middle name of someone. This is Amadeus. It is Amadeus. And it is, um, of course, F. Murray Abraham. Yes. Great win. Nice. Yeah. He deserves it. A very, a very good movie. <clears throat> yeah, very I love that movie. Great movie. Love Amadeus, movie. Amadeus. All right, final one for this game yes, that you're all just loving. I do love this. <laughs> we love it. Actually, we do love it. We know, just that, don't know Albert Finney. I know, Albert Finney was a tough one. one. Yeah. That, that's why I decided to end with Michelle Williams, who has oh, five nominations, yeah. never won. Yeah. What do you got? Manchester by the Sea. That is correct. From 2016, Best Supporting Actress, yeah. uh, lost to... In 2016? 2016. It, that falls under the list era. Uh, <laughs> it sure does. It, wait, was it supporting? Yes. Yeah, supporting. Uh, what year? What was I have no idea. I can't remember. Uh, it's a movie based on a play. Um, this supporting actress is the wife to the lead, <laughs> which is often the best supporting actress wins. Um Right, and it's based on a play. Based on a play. It's Fences. It's it is, Viola Davis. It is Viola Davis Viola from Fences. Yeah, yeah. Nice. There you go. All right, so that's that's one out of five. One out of five. <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. What else for Michelle Williams? Uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. That's correct. That's her first nom for 2005 Best Supporting Actress. What a good nom. Do you know who yeah. she lost to? And uh, That's the crash year. Uh, Crash doesn't win any acting awards. No. So that's taken off the table. I'll give you a hint. We've talked about this year already in this game. Oh. What year is it? Sorry. 2005. 2005. Um, we, oh, we already talked about it. Glenn Close, Albert Finney. No. In this game? Yeah. This particular game? Who's the other person? Oh, Amy Adams. <laughs> oh, Amy Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Junebug? Talk about, yeah, talk about uh, Always the Bridesmaid. Couldn't even remember her in this yeah. very game. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, oh, it's uh, Rachel Weisz. Yeah, so yeah. Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Constant Gardner. Also won yeah. the same year that both um, Michelle Williams and Amy Adams were nominated. The other one is My Week with Marilyn. That is another one, yes, from 2011. Yeah. Uh, she Good lost one. to also someone we've already talked about. Um, Kate Blanchett. No. Meryl. No. Meryl. Oh, for Iron Lady. For Iron Lady. Iron yep. Lady. Same year as Albert Knobs. Yeah. Iron Lady. Big pile of shit win. <laughs> um, we hate that win. Yeah. Uh, All right. That's, you got um, two more. Um, uh, Blue Valentine? Blue Valentine Blue is Valentine. another one. Best Actress Nom in 2010. Who did she lose to? In 2010. In 2010. In 2010, she lost to... A psychological drama. That's interesting. <laughs> I like psychological dramas. And it's a lead performance, remember? Uh-huh. The, oh, a it's a lead one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a psychological drama. In 2010. So that means 2009 movie. No, no, no it's not that. I'm, oh, no, giving, no, I'm giving the years the movies came out because I, I hate when yeah. they don't do that. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, oh, shoot. Directed by someone who uh, has not done a good movie in a long time, in my opinion. <laughs> Eastwood? No. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guess, though. <laughs> um, they directed like a bunch of really great movies, I think, in the 2000s and then 2010. I think everything since then has been shit. Have they oh, directed recently? Take. I like this. Yeah, they just directed one last year. 
Paul Schrader? No. And no, that's, uh, was an Oscar, f- like, loved by the Oscars. Maybe not as much as people expected. Oh. I'm... Last year was Fablements, which I was going to say later, but... Um, <laughs> It was uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. What else did we have I, last year? I don't know who this who like. I don't know who this I'm is. I'm just trying to th- think of I'm other movies. I'm completely lost. I can tell. I'm completely lost <laughs> in the years now. Like my brain's starting to cloud over. Uh, yeah. See if I, I I just it's always like I can say something that will just give it away. Yeah, do it. Um. Okay, best actor winner last year. I can't remember who won best actor now. Best. Actor. Who won best actor last year? Holy shit, I'm blanking out. Okay. It's not the slap. No. This was the year was we watched the, it the, here. Yeah, we watched, we watched it, it here. in my home. Yeah. It wasn't Colin. Where was my sad. wife sleeps. Yeah, it wasn't was Colin Farrell. It, it should have been Colin, Colin Farrell. It should have been Colin. Oh, it was Brendan Fraser. Um, it's a Darren Aronofsky movie. Mm-hmm. Darren, oh, and the yeah. winner 2010. of that is obviously Natalie Portman for Black Swan. For Black Swan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. A good movie. Okay. A great movie. I was lost in the web of where we were, um, but thank you. Yeah, he definitely it. hasn't made a good movie since 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Was However, the fa- was the fountain after that? I am a no. Okay. I am a defender of Noah. I am not. I think Noah's crazy. <laughs> Although I've only seen it the once, and I don't know. Maybe if I rewatch it now, having seen both Mother and the Whale, uh, two movies I despise. Mother. May- yeah, maybe I will enjoy Noah a bit more. Anyway, uh, Fablemans is the last one. Yeah, uh, of course, from last year, Best Actress. Uh, who'd she lose to? She, she that was a Best Actress. Yeah. Oh, th- right. That's a mistake. Yeah, that was should have been supporting. It was Michelle Yeoh. It was Michelle Yeoh for everything, everywhere, yeah. all at once. Uh, yeah. She had no chance of winning. It was absolutely. gonna be Tar or Michelle or Michelle. Yeoh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Lydia yeah. Tar or Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. We're gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. Lydia yeah. Tar for playing herself. Of yeah. Course. yeah of course. For playing herself. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And a very brave role. <laughs> so brave. Yeah. And she was so pissed, and she punched <laughs> Michelle Yeoh. No, well, she punched Mark. That was Strong. the she played year an accordion. Of the punch. She played an accordion on stage. Yeah. And said Oscars for sale. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird, even though she's got like she's got one already. Yeah. Um, the guy at the beginning of the movie said that she has one. Is that right? Yeah. That she has an Oscar? Yeah, that's funny. Lydia yeah. Tarr has. She's an, an egot. She's an egot. Yeah. Has, oh yeah, uh, I think yeah, I remember she's that. An yeah. Egot. So she she did it for like. Uh, best probably, song probably like, yeah probably compos- like composed com- like composer it was probably score adapted score, score. yeah, yeah, yeah. i was trying to say yeah. Likely, yeah. adapted score they used to do that that's they true used, they used to have that um, i think barry linden won that mm. <gasps> um for good reason if you so watch much. barry linden you're like this is beautiful this is an incredibly well orchestrated score and none of it's original <laughs> it's it's an adapted score. I didn't know that. And that's a masterpiece of a movie. I love it. Everyone yeah. go watch Barry Lyndon. Obviously, we're, like when we're all done this, we're going to go watch Barry Lyndon. Uh, <laughs> Obviously. I always have three hours to spare yeah. for Barry Lyndon. For Barry. Absolutely. For Barry. For Barry. For my buddy Barry. My yeah. buddy Barry. He's a good guy. He is a good guy. He's misunderstood. Yeah. He's doing yeah. his best. He has a good social life. <laughs> Cancel culture. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe they're coming for Barry Lyndon. Yeah. The, the woke mob. My boy. Um, um, anyway, was, that was uh, always the bridesmaid. That was really fun. That Thank was you a for good game. That. Yeah, that was a great game. Good thematic um, game for. I gotta come up with a new one for each movie. And uh, mm-hmm. now we have to uh, rate this movie. Oh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Odd, uh, out of what? Out of there's three categories that okay. we can put this movie in. We could put it in ass, gas, or grass. 
(laughs) Explain. Explain, please. Ass, gas, or grass? Yeah, explain it. No? No? (laughs) No? Oh, that's, that's... As it's a joke. I know. Ass. It's clearly okay. a joke. But I, but I like it. And I think we should keep it. You think we should, we should keep but it? But we need to... Just, so, like, ass means shit. Uh-huh. Uh, gas means, like... Pedal to the metal, baby. Yeah, like, uh, let's go. It's fun. Yeah. And grass is like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. This is Smoking nice, the doobie. This, is a, this would be grass. I think this, this is grass. This movie's grass. I think this totally movie's grass, grass yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit, this is gonna work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Ask gas or grass. See? Yeah. Yes and yes and baby <laughs> another improv lesson. Let's, let's do let's do it. I love that. All right, bridesmaids, grass, grass, Complete, <laughs> absolute grass, just like the one Kristen Wiig wanted to put in the chocolate. Fire. That's right. Anyway, very just good. like that. Yeah. Very good. Um, so that's bridesmaids, and we did it. We did it. Pilot we episode did. in the can, as they say, mm-hmm. and um, in the sink. The next time we record an episode, we will have seen uh, Mission Impossible. That's right, seven. <laughs> I'm so I mean, we're ex- gonna we're gonna record a Patreon about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I'm so excited. It's gonna be great. I'm so excited. It's gone up to 99 on the Tomato Meter. Not that I put stock in it. No, but, but it's, it's still cool nice to, to see. see. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to see. Um, it's all I ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Was um, was to all I ever wanted? Yeah, <laughs> all I ever needed. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> tell me what you do now when I want you, you back. Wait, another mashup. I'm just going into like riffs now yeah, that I have I in know. my mind. I know. How's your coffee? Uh, almost gone. Great. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Selena. You will be back several thank times you for, having me. for the this project. Oh yeah. Okay. For don't reveal serious ways. All right. All right. <laughs> Obviously, don't for reveal any of the movies. List and shout. But you'll be back for other movies. I won't reveal the movies, but I have to say, I think I know which one. At least one yeah, other, because it's my. Oh yeah, you told me yeah. <laughs> but it is an absolute pleasure of a movie that I love mm. and that I want to talk about. A well, lot. there you go, and you're gonna get to. Yeah, mm. we're gonna record all of them mm. before we release any of them. I don't so. know if that's true. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's that's bold. I'm gonna have a huge no. backlog. You're gonna so run out of space in your freaking Zoom. Are you kidding? No, I have a computer. All right, put it on the computer. Well. Put the if your computer, computer crashes. On backup drive. What if your computer crashes? I have Greg? a backup drive. Mm-hmm. I uh, plug it in Less, every fifty so days. Lest I no, remind you of Fantastic Four. I don't need you to remind me. Mm-hmm. I deal with it every day. Well, just to uh, deal with it. And every day. thank you that movie all. won't be won't be on this podcast. <laughs> no, it won't. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we're back. We're back in a major way. And um, if you want to email us with. Uh, Questions, quandaries, your own lists sure. of the of the 2010s. That would be really, really awesome. The email has not, not changed. changed. And it never will. The nope. email, of course, is the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Getting further and further away from relevance. Yeah, but we it's love be it. Very baby. confusing if anyone I starts know. to listen to us. With this project, and it's like, why the fuck is it called that? It's a Simpsons it's reference. It's a Simpsons reference. We'll yeah. maybe have to reiterate that every time. Uh, <laughs> and that is everything. And uh, as always, 
I'm ready to party. party! <laughs> I was going to say thanks, James. No, that's the Patreon. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>